Okay, Luke, what kind of umbrella does the Queen use on a rainy day? I don't know. A wet one. <laughs> <laughs> on this episode of another digital city, we will talk news of the week, WrestleMania results, mermaids, are they real? We will talk about Ghost in the Shell and Eurovision uh, round uh, something. This is another digital citizen. This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome, citizen. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another Digital Citizen uh, episode 78. 78, 78, 78. Uh, it's going to be one of those shows. Uh, let's say hi to people I never talked to before. Hello, stranger I never met before from the United Kingdom. Hello, Fro, who I've never met before. I just hi. knew what your name was. Yeah. What's <laughs> hey, your everybody. Name? My name is Tilly. Hola. Hola, ¿cómo estás? Meh. Meh? Meh. Meh is good, ¿cómo estás? Yeah, it's universal. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's uh, see if somebody else is here. For example, someone from United States. Hello, you stranger I never talked to before. Hello, stranger I've never talked to before and everybody. <laughs> What's your name? This is uh, Luke. Calling from the Hi. Confederated States of the United States. Okay. <laughs> Hi, uh, Luke. This is going to be one of those weird shows. Uh, yeah. Mainly because of the main topic of today. Uh, mermaids. Mermaids is always funny. I'm in a strange mood. Uh, Luke in a, is in a strange mood. Are you in a strange mood, Colin? I am in quite a strange mood, to be fair. Very good. So let's jump right into the news. Uh, I'm going to be completely honest. Look, you can put it down. It's uh, Thursday, uh, the 6th of April. I broke my uh, New Year's promise to you. Oh, so okay. You can write that down now. Okay. You, d- okay. you didn't read any of the news, huh? N- none of the news I read. Well, you did watch the news. The news video, so that's yes. not 100% true, but yeah, not reading all the news. All right, so yeah. I'll do the news this week. Uh, let, uh, there's something I wanted to start out with that I just saw today that we talked about last week, just to follow up real quick, and it's kind of important to talk about, I think. Um, remember we talked about YouTube 
uh, all those companies, AT&T and all these other companies, were pull- pulling their ad stuff, ad um, revenue from YouTube because of hate videos. Remember us talking yeah. about this? Yeah. Actually, today, PewDiePie uh, came out with a video uh, talking about, or was it yesterday? I, I don't remember. But uh, uh, was Depends on somebody. what part of the country, world you're in, I mean. So, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but uh, uh, he came out with a video with uh, the title of uh, YouTube uh, uh, going under or something like that. He lost. Uh, he's talking about revenue for the first time, and the last month he uh, got hundred dollars through YouTube, and right. he's the most popular uh, person on YouTube. So right. So when we were talking about hate speech and stuff like that last week, uh, their definition of hate speech is a lot different than ours, apparently, because yeah. uh, the Young Turks have gotten a lot of ad revenue pulled. I know somebody who I like, uh, who's like a progressive kind of co- comedian, comedian uh, who talks about the news, uh, Jimmy Dore, he's getting all of his stuff pulled and asking for, uh, he's starting a Patreon just so we can keep his stuff going. PewDiePie, one of the biggest YouTubers out there because he has dissenting views i guess they're pulling all of his ad revenue and stuff so um yeah youtube uh, and is not being great right now uh his title of the uh, youtube he gave is youtube is over party in one one word i'm going to link to it in the chat and i was also also linked to it on our uh, on our uh, facebook group Right. So I guess the most important thing for the story is if you like any of these things, go out and support them yourself, because as Internet community, we can go around that ad revenue and give them our revenue uh, if we want to stick around. So, yeah, exactly. So let's move into the regular news. Um, Let's start with uh, this story about India uh, greenlighting life sentences for cow slaughter. I, I think we all knew that you could get in trouble for killing cows in India. Did you guys know that? I knew that, but I didn't think they'd do it, well, they'd impose the death penalty for it. But I know, you you know, in India, you can't, cows are sacred, you mustn't hurt them, they're free to wander wherever they want, and they are worshipped as the the mother of all creation or something like that. Is it the mother of all creation, the mother of all humanity? No, it's, uh, uh, I, I've uh, had a lot of Hinduist uh, uh, friends of mine and uh, before, and uh, it's always fun to go to dinner to their place because there's no cow products there. And uh, I don't, re- I don't know if you guys remember the Carl Tilton episode when he went to India and uh, uh, ate cow shit. Uh, almost didn't he? or or uh, was something he had in his hair? I remember was cow piss. He tried some cow piss toothpaste or something. I remember was it that show where he tried? Uh, I know I remember an episode where it was reindeer piss and he drank it. Yeah, but uh, he was in India in one episode. I remember that uh, huh. uh, visiting the Hare Krishnas. And uh, and uh, uh, he he tried mouth water or wh- whatever it was. I think it was toothpaste or something. Uh, yeah, it's it's interesting uh, how holy animals are. I mean, it's not just the Hindus; it's uh, Islam and 
even Jews are having food rules. I, I think oh, that's still rules. Uh, yeah. But this yeah. is like uh, on a state level, not a religious level. They're actually imprisoning people for life if you kill a cat yeah. oh, that's, on, the, that's on the state level, which is, I mean, uh, in those kind of countries, a lot of time the state and the uh, religion of whatever country, the major religion, I guess we should say, uh, yeah. go to hand in hand a bit. It says even right here in the article I sent out, it says, millions in India's huge minority population, including Muslims, Christians, and lower caste Hindus eat beef, although it's not widely available in the country. So, uh, yeah. Uh, they don't think they're going to be able to now. I, right, or unless you get it imported, I guess, because if you didn't kill it, I, 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 that might be kind of a, you know, in-between uh, law. I don't know if you could get it imported and, and you know, not kill it yourself, that kind of thing. Yeah, see, I don't know. But the, I uh, want yeah. to... Yeah. Oh, sorry, I was just going to say that this couple of quotes from the Gujarat law minister. I'm not going to try and pronounce the name because it would be <laughs> embarrassing. It said, a, more than likely, it would just sound inappropriate. Right. A cow is not an animal. It's a symbol of universal life. Anybody who does not spare the cow, the government will not spare him. Ooh. I suppose yep. yeah, you can't so, spare a cow if you get imported steaks. You can't really <laughs> save it. Right. That that's my question. Is, is I'm, I'm sure that there's maybe rules about uh, sending import. You, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, that I don't know about. But that could be an uh, in between law for those people who do still eat beef. I guess. This is going to be a boom for the British beef economy after Brexit. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go back to the. Uh, Can we talk about the? Can we talk about the, one of the most fun news on, on the reel uh, about the world's biggest dinosaur uh, footprints? Because I, I saw the picture of this and, mm -hmm. uh, and, and the guy laying uh, down oh, crackly, crackly uh, guy laying down uh, by the footprints it's, it's so fitting that we see how big this footprint is Right, he's lying down next to it, and he—he's—it's a—it's bigger than him, right? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I don't—not so much bigger than him, but uh, we don't know how tall this guy is. But it's at least six feet, six feet long. So. It's estimated yeah. uh, whooping one point seven meters. Right. So. Uh, oh, go ahead, Tilly. Sorry. So I was just going to say that um, the tracks are that big that anybody that's around five foot three to five point five meters would be able to fit in it. Right. Right. Okay. So not quite as big as a normal, maybe a normal woman, like five foot five. I think well, is I'm, what it says. I'm five foot three. I've always thought it was five foot two and a bit, but five foot three measured myself through the week. So I think I could fit quite comfortably in it. Right. <laughs> We could fit a dino Tilly, or Tilly yeah. in the dino, or something like that. The thing is, if I when I look at it, like, uh, if they didn't have, in the picture, there's kind of like an outline, so you can tell where it is. If that wasn't there, it would just look like a rock to me, but I'm sure they've done tests to, to tell you what it is and whatnot. But it just looks like a hole in a rock, right? Really? Yeah. yeah. But, but interesting. This is why we're not archaeologists. Mm. <laughs> 
Hey, let's talk about something we guys never uh, look at porn. Uh, I think one of the most fin- funny thing about this article, uh, by the way, I was reading the news this, this week. This was a joke to get into things, but um, Pornhub. I love Pornhub. Uh, I'm a user of Pornhub as every single man in the universe is. I think if you say you never visited uh, Pornhub, uh, you don't have a computer. Right. <laughs> I've been there. Yep. Yep. Been there, done that. But yeah, this is a follow-up to our another story we did last week uh, about the FCC and the internet privacy ruling, which uh, this week Donald Trump signed off on. So it's actually yeah. a thing that the ISPs can sell your list of websites to uh to companies to use for advertising and whatnot. Uh, but that also could mean companies, meaning they could sell it to governments and things like that if they wanted to. Um, the strange but, thing is that we, we had similar news in Norway this week, actually. Today, the, the biggest newspaper in Norway, Vega, uh, came out with news uh, about uh, the government here uh, refusing uh, or banning people to... Uh, um, make it illegally to watch files that you don't have the copyright to. So closing things like Popcorn Time and other streaming services that are illegal. Uh, right, right. Yeah. So that's kind of sad because we already had had some some uh, internet uh, sites blocked here in Norway. For example, the biggest. Uh, uh, biggest fair sh- sh- sharing site on the net is blocked by Telnor, uh, the biggest company that uh, do the internet here in Norway. Uh, so it's getting to a, a place where it's it's getting more and more important to have a VPN. And if you haven't got a VPN out there, people, it's not that expensive. It's 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 something to t- begin think. About so. What, what is a VPN? Well, it it kind of has three uh, main uh, work areas, I would say. First, hiding your ass. Uh, uh, second is uh, tricking websites to think you are from another country. For example, a strong VPN. Uh, would be able to uh, get me to watch BBC uh, saying that I am from Britain even when I sit in Norway. Right, like uh, they have uh, Big Brother Canada right now. and Big Brother Canada, mm-hmm. they have all their streaming because they do 24-hour streaming of the house is free as, as opposed to the other, other countries where yep. you have to pay for it. Uh, but... You're not Only allowed people. In, unless you're Canadian. Yeah. So sometimes mm-hmm. if I want to watch that, I'll use a VPN as a Canada. And so just so I can watch Big Brother live streams. So Yeah, so it's it's mainly for hiding your ass, thinking that your ass is somewhere else. And thirdly, it's also uh, because people are tracking you. So it kind of fits into those two things to, together. It's also to get uh, yourself anonymous in 
in in areas that where you would be afraid of being uh, followed. For example, I would have a I have a VPN, but but uh, I would definitely have a VPN if I was in United States or Russia, for example. Right. So we should go back to the story about Pornhub and also you. What is it? You porn, which I don't. Yeah. I guess it. They say in the article it's their sister site. Uh, Never both been going, on that. Funny enough. Uh, I'm sure there's probably links to it on, uh, you know, it, yeah. whatever, but it's probably all the same stuff. It's probably just a sister site. Um, but they say they're adding encryption to uh, block uh, block the U.S. government from seeing what you're looking up. So they'll be able to tell you're going to Pornhub, but they won't be able to tell what pages on Pornhub you're visiting. So they'll be able to tell you're looking at porn, just not what porn you're you're viewing. Like what your yeah. preferences are and things like that. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I'm sure. Like we've said in the past, and with the uh, WikiLeaks emails, I'm sure there's way if they really wanted to find out, they they'll be able to bypass it. But it's just interesting that this porn website is more interested in your privacy than the government is. So, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Odd that. Ah, governments. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, the. I guess that's uh, some of the biggest news from America this week. Uh, not a lot uh, going. We're still waiting for all the stuff with Donald Trump and the Russia stuff, so we won't be talking about that again until uh, all the investigations go through and we get some kind of uh, answer about this. Because right now it's all these people uh, blowing smoke just to just to have a story to run a lot of the a lot of the stuff that I'm seeing out right now. Yeah, it's um, it's no news. Yeah, it's not really news, and it it would be boring as fuck to talk about. <laughs> uh, something interesting to talk about: second Doomsday Vault uh, in Norway. Uh, yeah, has just been open. What is it with our week. fascination of Doomsday Vaults? Well, it's right. obviously a nice, cold, safe place to keep stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, we had the seed, uh, the seed vault we had before. Uh, that is kind of interesting, collecting seeds uh, from all over the world. So it's 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 interesting that uh, we again uh, are opening a vault uh, to have uh, some of the world's like uh, uh, data, and it, yeah, of course, important, it's important in data, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so this is a separate one from the seed vault, as I'm to understand. Yeah. But these yes. are massive underground bunkers that uh, are in upper north of Norway, as I'm to understand, yeah. right? This and is so island way up where it's super of, cold. Yeah. And like, yeah. yeah, this is an island out of Norway. So it's called Svalbard, and it's uh, 1.172 uh, miles out of, from Norway, so it's pretty far. Yeah, that's where you might see a polar bear, isn't it? Yes. Potentially. Not in actual yeah. Norway where no, there's people but in living. Small, small bar, there's a lot of polar bears. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's Not great I for living. Uh, small bar, no. You live there uh, for three reasons. Either you're a tourist or uh, you do a coal or you are a policeman. And that's no joke, actually. That's the only two, three people that lives on Svalbard. You don't live on, in Svalbard and do jobs uh, in land because that's actually illegal. 
because of the yeah, uh, it's uh, uh, footprints and trying to prepare uh, the area of too many people being there at the same time. Now, so for some bag sea uh, uh, in in Croatian uh, uh, news, uh, if you haven't seen uh, exit from the uh, ooh, exit from the gift shop, is it? Yeah. Yeah, it I is. love that documentary. Uh, you have some Banksy kind of uh, uh, things going on in the United Kingdom. Yeah, there is. Um, well, he's being called the Banksy of punctuation, and being in right. Bristol, which is where Banksy's from, you know, that's going to help. Basically, this guy is getting sick and tired of seeing bad punctuation on signs like shop signs and things. So he's going around taking away apostrophes that shouldn't be there and putting them in where they should. And I oh. love this. I've been into a shop to tell them about their window sign being having apostrophes that there were no need for. I was like, it doesn't. I wouldn't come and buy my kitchen from you because you can't even, you know, check a sign that you're looking at all the time. Why is it such a big issue in uh, the UK that people can't get apostrophes right? Oh, because it's just one of those niggling things you walk past it and go that's not right like, <laughs> no but i mean like it is just, it a schooling thing is it a generational thing where like a, two generations get, ago they were taught, taught they were Everybody taught differently taught. no i'm just well, saying it, two generations ago were they taught this is how you do apostrophes and now people are going oh that's not how we do it now so we disagree think, with you but those people are uh, that's what i'm wondering you see what i'm saying like is, the, yeah. is it a generational thing yes well, no, it's. I think it's the the bad grammar, and that we're, you know, we're expected to know how to. If you take an English class, you're going to be taught your English grammar and things. It's very, it's very important, and it's how we do things. We do things the proper way, and you don't have an apostrophe in the wrong place, and then have it in the wrong place again in a different way on the same sign, because you will drive at least five percent of us here insane. <laughs> <laughs> but this guy is we're normally too polite to say anything i walked past this shop front for years it was there when it was wrong and i saw that they were moving and i was like please if you do another window don't have it etched in with apostrophes in the wrong place because handmade bathrooms and kitchens they didn't need the apostrophes before the s's so like, the bathroom's what Bathroom apostrophe S means the bathroom owns something and you're talking about the bathroom's sink or the bathroom's, I don't know, sponge. Right. And this guy has been going around in secret at night fixing apostrophes using different tools depending on what the sign is made of and things like that. But BB in an interview, like a, a secret interview where they didn't actually reveal who it was. Um, so that's kind of interesting. Yeah, because he is defacing somebody else's property what he's doing isn't right yeah he's correcting it but he's still going up and scraping things off or painting things on or putting stickers over stuff but in the article i read the police even said they hadn't got any complaints about this that it was just something you know that had happened people have thanked him people have thanked him and said you know not only have you sort of pointed something out that was glaringly obvious and made us look unprofessional because if you can't get your grammar right on your signs, even the sign companies, what are you doing? <laughs> it's your job to point these things out. But yeah, I'll say, I'll, I love this guy. 
He's my pedantic favorite. I don't know if putting him on the same level of, as Banksy is like. Uh, no. I don't know. If no. That's, no. I don't really think that they should be doing that because Banksy He's is from so Bristol prolific. and he writes on things he shouldn't. That's that's I, the uh, well. One of the them writes on things, and them. one of them unwrites on things is the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, so he writes the apostrophes or dashes them uh, occasionally. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, that's true. Hey, t- talking about dashing. <laughs> we have some Kardashian news. Uh, 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 I will start for a transition. Uh, Candle, Ke- Candle. I-, I always think her name is like Candle, like thing you like. Like a candle, right? Yes, <laughs> but it's Candle, Candle, Candle. Yeah, just yeah, think of Kendall. Kendall, like Barbie and Ken. But then it sounds like a, uh, a Kindle. So no, yeah. Kendall, like. Uh, the, the doll that is oh, yeah, Ken Barbie's doll. boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, she made a Pepsi commercial and Tilly hasn't seen it. So and I'm not going, going to. to. Yeah, now you're going to. Are right, you ready? So this is a controversial. Uh, this came out and there was a big controversy. I know the daughter yep. of Martin Luther King even came out and denounced this commercial. Uh, very controversial because of uh, its um, use of of protests and Black Lives Matters to promote a soda. So let's let's watch it and we'll get our reaction as we're going through it. So give us a countdown, bro. In three, two, one, play. <gasps> Refreshing. That's not Metallica. I swear, <laughs> it's not a ripoff. Join the what? Join the conversation. That guy didn't write conversation. It looked like Octavation. <laughs> Join the Octavation. <laughs> We're all Octavating over here. And we got some lady, like, editing photos. Like, it was oh. the 1970s. Like, why does she have actual photos? She doesn't have some type of computer that, you know, can sort through those photos at all. And blonde Kendall Jenner. I don't remember her being mm-hmm. blonde, but that's fine. This generation look. I do enjoy a, a Pepsi Max. We got some guy, some guy with a cello, I guess. And bottles uh, of Pepsi and. She's mad and at the pictures. Muslim. Why? Why behind her is she like doing some type of FBI investigation with like the strings? <laughs> because she, all the pe- She's the secret agent, you see. That's just the thing. They didn't mention that in in this, yeah. Even crazy people drink Pepsi. They're not leaving anybody out. Why would you load up your cello to go on a walk in a protest? (laughs) That seems like a bad plan. I think Kendall Jenner, of course, is is taking pictures in a coffee shop window, and there's a protest going by. She's the worst actor in the world. What? What? That was a really good wig. Alright, now we have these police in front of this protest. Of course, none of them have riot gear on. Let's point that out. No riot gear, even though that this is America. Can we start a protest and sue Pepsi for not supplying free Pepsi for our protest? (laughs) When did she change her clothes? 
She changed her clothes while she was walking through the crowd? Yeah. Yeah. Well, she was all That's... in sparkly things a minute ago. <laughs> right. Okay, she handed a Pepsi over to the police and he drank it, and now everybody's super happy that he's drinking Pepsi. We're all, we all no, love each other. We all love each other, and nobody should be protesting anymore because of Pepsi. We all love each other now because we drink Pepsi. Live bolder. Live louder. Live for the now, for now. I'm going to say something really controversial. I what? That if you if you drink Coke, you're you're a commie bastard. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, I I really like this commercial. I think it's complete garbage. This yeah, is I uh, love this. you know what this reminds me of, bro, is uh, the Warrior Award. They're yes. using something that should have been that should be something beautiful and good, and using it for corporate greed to try to sell a product using uh, trying to pull on people's emotions, and there it maybe it's working on you, Fro. But yep. to me, this is disgusting. This is yeah. the equivalent I... of. Uh, using putting like a cancer patient out there to try to sell uh, some kind of uh, beauty product or something like that. You see what I, I'm saying? I said I said this before we we recorded that uh, I'm going to be controversial on this because I loved it. I knew that you were going to say that you hated it. Of course, I knew, I know I know you. You're a cynical bastard, <laughs> both of you. Uh, but uh, uh, and I mean well, that no, in the just... nicest way. I they mean, could be using the that money that they made that advert with, and all the money they've thrown at it and stuff to try and make more money. They could have used to try and help the causes that they're claiming to, or trying to portray but, that they care about. I I understand that, but here's the thing: this com- I think people are reading too much into it. I think uh, people are 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 taking uh, things out of it that wasn't there in the beginning. I understand that what they are trying to. So well, what do you what do you see what do you what what are those things, bro, that you don't think are there? I I I don't I don't see I I was uh, I was really surprised that uh, the daughter of Martin Luther King came out with uh, something about this that I didn't see in it. I I do see. Uh, I, I don't I, understand. What does that mean? <laughs> well, I don't I don't see this as as trying to. To rip on Martin Luther King's "I Have a Dream" thing, I no, don't see that. You, you obviously didn't listen to her. The, the thing about this, bro, it doesn't have to do with the commercial necessarily. It has to do with a company using uh, a movement that they have nothing to do with. They're using it for uh, financial gratification. Okay, but so they don't believe it. They don't believe any of this crap. They don't believe I, in I, they. They are probably against pro- these protests completely, but they're willing to use it to try to sell Pepsis. That's the issue, bro. Yeah. I, I understand that, and and I don't have another other argument other than I like this commercial. I I, I Well, I understand I, that you enjoyed this commercial. I'm just saying that's not an argument. <laughs> that's just your well, personal opinion on what you thought about the commercial. Why isn't that an argument for me, though? Uh, because you're not arguing the point. You're just saying you like the commercial. But I the did point like is, the what is? I like the I like the song. I I. I, Bro, I understand the, uh, that you're not you're not getting it. There is a, okay. a point. There is a. This is controversial for a reason, and it's not right. just me. And it's not just Tilly. Right. There is a controversy here, and you're just saying I like it, so that makes it okay. 
obviously that's not you have to give more reasons than just oh I enjoyed it. That's not that's not a justification. But I, do, I, I don't okay I don't see what the big hoopla is. I I think many companies through the uh, history of the world has used a lot of other things more cynical than Pepsi is doing here. I don't think Pepsi is doing something that another company. Uh, hasn't done a thousand thing, uh, times before. Does that make it I, right? I, I, I'm not saying it's making right. it right. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying that it's it's not ma- making point of uh, going after Pepsi for this commercial when you're so fucking silent about other commercials that uh, are detargative to women, are detargative to gays that are trying to hit in other uh, ways. Why are you so in uproar of selling a soda? Why why is this so important? I have you? never seen those when, other commercials when, you're talking about. Because if there well, was commercials were out there, I would be upset about those. But this commercial yeah, is out sharing. there. And the thing is, if you've seen an, if Kendall you've Jenner seen is not somebody that's known for her public um, or, oh, she doesn't persona care of being an activist. So right. that's a whole another issue with this is like this lady is uh, profiting off of an idea and this company is profiting off an idea that they don't believe in and they've never yeah. stood up for. That's they, the problem. What gives here. them the right to piggyback on that when right. there are so many millions of people that feel very very strongly and have, you know, been out protesting and things, been arrested and god knows whatever. And it's just a bit of a smack in the face for big old PepsiCo to sort of right. come in with a Kardashian and, and ram it down your throat like hey, look, we can to all you have guys, a Pepsi. To to you guys they've done the wrong thing so uh, the right thing they they taken back the commercial and they even said they're sorry i don't think they have something to say they're sorry about and i don't think they should get even in the commercial if you if you're watching it there's a part in it where where it pauses on these certain people that they want to point out oh look at these people uh and there's like a muslim guy and a transgender person and uh, a black guy and it's like they're they're trying they're taking it's not just about the protest it's also about all these groups like they're trying to take they're trying to say oh we're we're part of the transgender movement is pepsi part of the transgender movement no that is absolutely false uh i i can guarantee you they've never given any money or supported that because as as a corporation that would be a bad idea because it would alienate other consumers Right. Yeah. So it's just okay, I it's have an example of a company that have done that... it and they have the right to. OK, because that's like there's over here, there's Flora and they do things like they sponsor people in the London Marathon for charities and things. They put a lot of money into certain charities. And the only way that they piggyback off that is by mentioning it and being advertised on people's things. But they're at least active and like, you know. They've got it on their packets about awareness and websites and things for charities. They can sort of get away with it. But as Pepsi aren't really known for um, their amazing, what should I say? Their amazing humanity. They are a big, huge. Right. Yeah, I'm sure they give money to cer- certain uh, things, but they're not going to give money to anything that's controversial like they're saying here. Yeah, they didn't uh, fund the, any protests. They didn't turn they, up with big vans to give everybody a drink of Pepsi to keep them going. And uh, you know there was just like a focus group of people when they were trying to decide how to make this commercial. They were like, oh, you know what's really popular now is protests and the alt 
culture. So we're going to piggyback on that and try to make money off of it. And and it's their uh, the jobs thing, as well. Thing, to the not thing make about that culture is those that culture is automatically going to call something like that out and go, "That's bullshit." Yeah. <laughs> uh, kind of like wrestling fans, though they're, they're going to call you, you out on your bullshit. Like, and like I said, back to the Warrior Award, uh, that was supposed to be something completely different, and they took it and tried to use it for financial means. Uh, and it, it's kind of the same thing in my mind. So that's what I have a problem with. Yeah. Are you mute, muted, Fro? No, I don't have anything to say. Let's move on. Uh, Trun is going to tell uh, the truth about revolution in off, off the mind. I can't speak English today. This is Trun, but Trun tells the truth. 1968 and 1969, summer of love, hippies, people getting shot, people getting beaten by the police. Yes, the world order has existed was then an end. If you ask the conservatives today, this must be the worst of time ever. Because most conservatives today, they look back to the times of, yeah, Mad Men and uh, some other shows. You know, Mad Men for conservatives is like the way it should be. For other people, it's a horror show who's not gonna be. And called the conservative woman is very funny because haven't it been to what happened in the 60s she wouldn't have a job today. The 60s was a breakthrough area of change. A lot of things went good, some things went bad, but it changed the way we are and how we think the culture forever. In the 80s, Ronald Reagan and his fucked up conservative called the moral majority followed that and fought against it. The Democrats have put themselves on board too with the typical hearings in the Senate against rock, rock musicians. And so on, conservatives have been mainstream, good thing, good values, and so on. But we should go back to those hippie areas, with the, with the peace protest, protests, and so on, and gratulate them, honor them for what they did. Because we didn't have what we have today, having a bid for that era, and the people who tried to think different and wanted to do a change. When you're trying to change the society and redo it drastically, something will go wrong sometimes and something will go right. If you ask the conservatives, most things went wrong. But if you think about it, most things will went right. It's not that popular starting wars anymore. Wars don't have that same glory anymore. And women's rights have been an important issue. You can see today in many areas that it haven't come far enough. You can see on gay rights sometimes, it haven't come far enough either. But somebody, sometime in history, started the process to do that better. A generation who soon will be retired, but we have to honor for all what it worth. Sometimes just following the so-called Christian conservative normality, when you don't ask questions, well, put on bullshit like family values and um, blah 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 you cannot not use fault language and so on it's not a way good way to good to go we need why do I mention it today because we have a majority of conservatives on so many levels in so many states creationism 
is coming into schools. Science is denied. We need a revolution again. Not the revolution of violence on offering the government, but the revolution of the mind, how we think, how we do things, and how we address things. I don't know if I can do it alone, but a lot of people can do it. And first, a lot of things have to go. I know what my first option is. What is yours? Take the debate. This was Trump. Trump tells the truth. We have a Facebook page. It's uh, another digital citizen on Facebook. There you can tell me that I'm a jerk or do these two guys that they are a jerk for meaning what they mean. <laughs> we mean it anyway. <laughs> we, <don't care. laughs> we also have an email address. It's another digital citizen at gmail.com or as Tilda says it. Another digital citizen at gmail.com. If you want to correct us on anything or question yep. us on stuff or back any of us up, you know, send us an email, send us a Facebook doodah. Yep. <laughs> Facebook doodah. Say that <laughs> yeah. we are stupid of liking something uh, controversial. Do anything. Or the other way around. Yep. Whatever. Yeah. Another digital citizen at gmail.com. Send naked pictures if you want to. Yeah, the boys will see them first. Well, Luke are going to see them. I will see them first. That's true. Yeah. So, please do. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Come on, everybody. That's some really offensive things to Luke's face. <laughs> we didn't get any emails this week, but uh, hopefully we can get some next week. Uh, if anybody has anything to say about the news we talked about this week or anything else. Uh-huh. Yep. Hey! Eurovision! Woohoo! Uh, two countries uh, that I picked because they are close to me. Uh, let's uh, go for Finland first. What did you think about this delay? There's my Finland notes. There we go. Oh, the Finland one I wasn't, wasn't impressed with. That was Norma John's Blackbird, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I've, I wrote down... I was going to put, she's quite a soul, got quite a soul voice, but then it sounded more folky. Yeah. And yeah. she was a bit like Eva Cassidy, except uh-huh. I was bored like one minute in. And I thought it'd be really good in like a theatre production, if it was in a play or something, and there was an actress mm. there like singing a heart out. But as a song, it was a bit rubbish. And it was like Evanescence without any guitars and the drums in the other room. I, and it's I, boring. I, I, I... I, I listened to it and, and I, I was thinking, where have I heard this for, uh, before? And like you say, I hear some somewhat uh, boring ev- uh, evanescence in here. Uh, I, I, I also hear some cultural things. But I, I, think, I think the most positive thing I can say about this song is that that girl can sing. Like, yes. she, she, she can sing. And, and and that's kind of a sad thing when I feel that the song is so fucking boring. It's 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 a, it's not atrocious, but it's it's pretty close to it. Uh, Simon. Oh right, me. Um, <laughs> I was like, what? What? Uh, what? Uh, yeah. I, I thought you were speaking Norwegian for a second. Um, oh. I thought, like you said, this is not Eurovision. I was waiting for the breakdown 
you like uh, in the middle of it where we would get a part where they could have a big lighting effect on the stage to kind of back her up and have maybe I was expecting maybe like a cello or something like that to come in like a big drum something like that and it was very uh, monotone all the way through it was I liked the song as far as a song um, as far as a song goes but as far as it being in Eurovision it just doesn't fit so yeah, I'm imagining in the bit in the middle where everything pretty much stops, they're going to have to do some big stage show thing. Right. You know, right get but loads of, when it comes get loads back, of... it doesn't like have a big build up. It just goes right back into the into the monotone song. So yeah, I, I kind of have a have a strange feeling this will uh, go up high because uh, every year we are looking for something different, and this is definitely different. There's nothing like this in Eurovision for sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But this isn't going to uh, so, get people up and dancing in their seats at the at the yeah. Eurovision finals. No, but this is not Lordy. But neither did the last year. Look, nineteen forty-four. It's many things, but it's not a dance song. Uh, it had dance elements to it. It kind of had like a techno beat to it. Yeah. Well, I, I agree. Uh, the conference. It was much more dancey than this is. Yeah. Let's just say that. Oh, yeah. oh definitely. I do understand I, I, what you're I, saying about it being different, though. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do think it has uh, definitely uh, uh, a final uh, feeling over it. But uh, what are you giving it uh, out of 10, Tiller? Well, I was a bit unsure about this. I've got loads of numbers all crossed out, but I think it's getting a 2 out of 10. Because she can sing, but I, I didn't like it and I was so bored I wanted it to end. So I'll come on, either kick in, do something, or no. Oh, God, still going. Yeah. Simon Cowell? Um, as a song, I would probably put this up at a six. In Eurovision glasses, I'm going to have to give it like a three. Yeah, I'm at a three as well. Uh, I agree with everything that's been said before. Let's move overseas to Iceland. Uh, uh, let's go to Luke first. Iceland with the paper what did you think do you know how to pronounce this it looks like it should be sal salvia but it's not svala oh svala svala this song was all right uh this lady at least from the music video i saw needs a new makeup artist um <laughs> yes <'cause> they <laughs> use like, a, they use, like yeah. a spackle and and like one of those giant roller pins <laughs> for like putting paint on a wall to get this lady's yep. makeup on but she seems i mean she's attractive she doesn't need all that crap on her face um who does need crap on their face <laughs> crap on my face i, I don't know <laughs> but <laughs> who knows what makeup's made out of some of that stuff could totally be made of crap um <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but the song itself, um, it reminded me a bit of last year's winner, I guess. And not, yeah. It was. It had, um, I don't know, it seemed a little auto-tuned to me. Like, I don't know yeah. if this was actually fully her voice and everything, so that kind of threw me off. Uh, I also, we saw the music video, so we didn't really see the stage performance. So that kind of, I don't know what to think about that. But overall, I thought this song was better than most of the stuff we've seen. As yeah. far as a Eurovision and it, how far it's going to go, so a, I'm going to give it like it a, a number. Yet. No, oh. no, 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 not before Tilly goes. Uh, says what she thinks. Well, 
I actually loved this. Yep. I was a bit, I didn't know at first, but as I got listening to it, I love the lyrics. Um, very clever. I love that she sort of sounds like Kylie Minogue. And there's a bit of a sort of 80s electro pop kind of thing in it. I am, um, yeah. I'm happy that you it. loved it. I'm I'm really happy that you loved it because I did too. I, yeah, she's a bit like I, Robin. Yeah, I I think this is freaking fantastic. I do think this has a high high risk of winning. I, and it, I, I think it will be remixed as well, just as well oh, as definitely. the one for um, the UK. The yeah. UK or Great Britain? I don't know which. I don't know what we're sectioned as. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, uh, whatever. Yeah, no, it, uh, her her voice is so crisp and new, and it feels like something I had have I have not heard before in Eurovision. I agree with Luke, and that's kind of scaring me. That uh, it's kind of sounds similar uh, to the song of last year in in interior. But I I actually like this song better. And I Did really you guys, like, I mean, yeah. maybe it was just me, but the auto-tune came through heavy for me. Like, I wasn't sure that this was even her voice, so. I, I didn't hear that. To be no, I didn't, okay. I think, because it was, it's got quite an electronic feel to the whole song anyway. Right, I guess so. It's just hard to tell uh, with that. It, it sounds like they're doing something to her voice, so I wasn't, I wasn't going right. to comment on whether or not she was a good singer, but. Maybe you've seen the live stuff, so who knows? But uh, no, I haven't. Yeah, this one definitely seemed like it had some auto tune on it to me. So, what are you giving it, Luke? Uh, I'll give this one a four out of five. Maybe even go four and a half out of ten. Out of ten, I said. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Four and a half. Okay. Taylor. Eight point five. Yeah, I'm giving this a nine. Out of ten, I might uh, even uh, see if this is on Spotify. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. It's 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 a really good song. I I I love this. Uh, I have I have no no uh, feeling other than that. Uh, now we've gone through all the Scandinavian countries. Uh, I'm I guessing uh, I'm I will let you to pick <laughs> a random country each. And we will do that next week. That would be fun. Uh, okay. Pick any European. You pick a European country we haven't done, Luke. I don't know what we've done and what we haven't yeah. done. You have to send us a list, and we'll a... we'll let people know next week. Because yeah. Okay. A list over uh, people that are in it, and that we have not already, already... done. Yeah. yeah. Ones okay, that we but, can actually okay. pick from. We, we haven't listened to Australia, so let's do Australia next week. Uh, and uh, it's also a big contender, so yeah, we should listen to it. Uh, and we haven't done uh, one of the bigs. Let's do... Um, France. France. France and uh, Australia next week. All right, and maybe come up with a list for us next week, and we we could do the pick yeah. thing next week. All right, that sounds cool. Yeah, France and and uh, but uh, I yeah, know what song because... I'm picking. I'm gonna pick Russia. Oh wait, are they not 
they're not <laughs> doing. <laughs> oh yeah, we have more news. Oh, last week we talked. Oh, this feels like a really, really stupid book. That is what it feels like. Uh, so last week we talked about Ukraine being behooing over the Russian singer Yula Samblovla uh, being bad for getting into Ukraine. Now Eurovision is threatening Ukraine to ban them because uh, they are not allowing Russia to get into the country. Yay! So, more or less, they are saying that if you don't allow her, I'm We are pretty frustrated. We don't know if we're going to allow you to enter into the competition again. And I understand that. I understand that. To be completely honest, I, I think it's silly of Ukraine. I think this well, is especially silly... considering she didn't really do. I mean, she went to a she performed a concert that she'd booked in a place that right. you know they so they annexed it. That's that was their yeah. choice to do it. When before her gig, they could have waited till after, then this would all be fine. <laughs> do you get what I mean? Like, she didn't, she's not a drug smuggling baron that's, you know, selling lots of people into slavery and stuff. She's yeah. a singer that sang in a place once so they didn't like it. Right. <laughs> uh, so, so now, now they, they are saying that uh, if you're not allow her in we are not sure that we will allow you to be in either so yeah right. you have so, to play with everybody otherwise you can't play at all yeah. what fro is saying is eurovision is not going to allow ukraine in if they don't uh, what did they say for two years ban for two yeah. years is that what it said mm-hmm. they're going to ban them from two years from eurovision if they don't allow this russian singer in so so <laughs> Who needs soap opera when we have Eurovision? <laughs> right, and it really adds to the soap opera drama that this lady's in a wheelchair. Like, that's yeah. adds yeah. to the whole thing. We didn't mention that, but, like, it uh, makes it all the more kind of uh, seem seemingly insidious that they're like, oh, you lady in a wheelchair? Of course you're not allowed in our country. That It makes it all, all that much more weird, but... Yeah, it's it's strange. I mean, uh, it's it's silly. Uh, I I hope I I hope we are going to have Russia in it. I don't think we will. That's my guess. Uh, uh, other thing that you as, can bet on. As far yeah. as the politics go, I'm assuming that they would rather be on the right side of America and everybody, uh, uh, rather than be in the Euro, uh, it be in Eurovision for two years. I think they could probably, you know what I, you see what I'm saying. So yeah, I would imagine we, you're right. Without. You're right, bro. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we will see if that will be in the bet. Is Russia going to show up or not? <laughs> that is, would be a fun bit. We'll see if we get more sucks. news about this next week. It'll be four weeks in a row about news of whether this is going to go down or not. So <laughs> it feels it feels so stupid. It's just a singing competition, right? Oh. <laughs> Please remember that it's not life or death, people. Even, even I can say that. Yeah. Uh, even I can say that Eurovision don't have life and death. Uh, of course, uh, it's uh, silly. Hey, have you watched anything on TV this week, uh, Luke? Uh, sure, yeah. Um, Trailer Park Boys, season 11. 
started this week or was put up this week, I guess, on Netflix. Yeah. Tilly, you watch any of it? Uh, pretty sure we got through all of it. In I think the I've day got two more episodes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I tried to watch most of it, but uh, there was some other stuff I wanted to see this week, and then so much wrestling, which we'll talk about later. I'm not. We won't mention wrestling now, but so much wrestling uh, mm-hmm. that I only, I got two more episodes to go. But so far, I really like the season. I like it better than last season, which I didn't enjoy all the cameos, and we don't get yeah. quite as much of that in this season. Um, Prison Break uh, started this week, uh, season three. After what, like five years or something, maybe more. Not season three, but that's okay. Oh, is it season season four? Sure. No, it's season five or six. I don't think I don't know about that, but um, yes, I'm pretty sure. Uh, da, da, da. Oh, season five. Okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> Told you so. I it was so long ago. I watched the originals that, like, even when I got back into it, I was like, what? is happening a little yeah. bit and then they do do a good job of kind of reminding you the storyline of the last seasons um i don't know what do you think of this show for all? it was a good recap i freaking loved the first episode and it was such a emotional ending to it as well like they go over the world looking for 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 him and he says he's not him it's so interesting right so uh, it, it, it's it's going to be a good build up to the season i think um yep. obviously they're stuck there now so we'll see what happens with that um over i guess there's nine episodes of this so not it's not going to be yeah. a hugely long season but uh hopefully they'll wrap up some stuff from the last uh from the f- first four seasons i guess it was uh it was that so was good kind of like see yeah it was kind of weird uh the thing i didn't remember is that the guy from the path is in it i totally forgot yeah. that he's the muslim guy and they're like oh, totally yeah, yeah. out of the place and the lady from colony so there's all these connections to other shows i like as well yeah, um yeah. i saw two new shows this week uh because i guess these ones are ones that started in the like their mid-season uh premiere um there was a show called imaginary mary do either of you guys see this no Never. With Jenna Elfman from Dharma and Greg, the 90s sitcom. Uh, and she is uh, like a high-powered businesswoman. And she gets in a relationship. And you find out that she had a imaginary friend when she was a little kid. And because of all the stress of her job in this relationship, her imaginary friend comes back. Um, mm-hmm. And it's this kind of cute, fuzzy little alien creature that she drew a picture of when she was younger. Uh, it is not a, I'm not going to watch it again, but it's a show that I can understand some people enjoying. Uh, it's more of like, it's more of like a, a girly women's kind of show than anything else. It's about relationships and she's her, um, trying to get away from, uh, commitment. She's very afraid of commitment is the whole thing in this show. So not so much for me, but, uh, another show I watched is on, what was it? TV Land, believe it or not, is called it's called Nobodies. Either of you see oh, this? Yes. No. So this is a show about three uh, TV writers, I guess, and they they write for Nickelodeon, but they want to get a better show because they're tired of writing kids uh, uh, TV for kids. They want to write something more adult, 
I mean, they're trying to get, uh, what, I want to say Sean Spicer. What's her name, Fro? Um, uh, um, the lady from Saturday Night Live that does Sean Spicer. Uh, they're trying to get her in, in their TV show. And it's it's kind of a movie, uh, a TV show about that. Uh, it kind of reminds me of... It's a TV show about TV shows. It reminds me of Louie a little bit because it's like yes. about these comedians and their life and them trying to get 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 through life, so... That sounds really um, I, good. Yeah, I'll watch it, is it again. Fantastic! It's it's really really good. Imaginary I Mary, I would not recommend maybe watching unless you're into those kind of shows. It's very ho hum. This one was it was very good, and it it feels very indie. So I enjoy that about it. Tilla. Oh, I'm still writing things down. I've watched <laughs> TV. I've watched loads of TV. Um, of course, yeah. Right, I'll start with the thing I've watched the most of. Why did okay. nobody tell me about RuPaul's Drag Race? <laughs> nobody in the world has told me about RuPaul's Drag Race. They're on season nine. I, 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 I have mentioned it <laughs> many times. You didn't tell me how fabulous it is. It's it fierce, is. Honey. It, is <laughs> it is fierce. I, I love that show. Well, I'm now up to... Season one isn't on Netflix, so I didn't watch okay. season one. But I've watched all of season two, all of season three, and I think I'm sort of three or four episodes into season four. Yeah. But yeah, season four, episode two, where they do wrestling, are, are yeah. my favourite so far. Uh, one of my favourite episodes as well. Yeah. Um, Archer has come back. Ooh. And we're we're in Archer's sort of it's. It's called Archer Dreamland because Archer's in a coma yeah. and it's all back in, I don't the, like it. in the 50s. Oh, I don't I'm, like it. I'm I think so it's, disappointed. They like doing their different sort of time things though, don't they? Yeah, I but I, really I, always, I always liked Archer and I think they fucked it up. Ah. Well, yeah. we'll see. There's only, we're only one episode. Oh, yeah, now. by the way, uh, uh, I broke in the no cursing rule for this podcast, so... Oopsie. That's gone out the window. Um, and I also Just for this watched... podcast, because we're, we're going to talk about something that is going to make me curse a lot later. <laughs> oh my gosh. And, it, and it's not mermaids. Yes, come on. Um, yeah, also watched Rick and Morty season three. Cool. Which, yeah, I'm sure we're going to talk about when it was on yeah. in a bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, some of us took three pages of uh, of notes about that show that we are not going to talk about. So Did you enjoy it, fun. though? I, I love it. We're not talking about it in depth, but it was a good episode. I, I'm so glad it's, it's back. So, so good. I loved it to death. What, what about you? Do you like it? Still? Oh, of course, yeah. yeah it's, good. it's Rick and Morty. I was worried that they might ruin it because they've taken so long to do it and I know mm-hmm. the writers have been sort of arguing amongst themselves as to what's going to be best to go where but so far it's uh, it's looking good um, I've actually managed to watch a bit of Raw which I'm sure wrestling later and in Bring It this week they um, did a movie topic for next week so in Bring It, all the girls danced a Smurf dance with Smurfs that came out with them. 
the actual Smurfs oh. from the Smurfs the Lost Village. <laughs> wow. That was, it was a good episode, though. Quite amusing. Yeah. Another Mighty weird show where Valkyrie and that we talked about is on Amazon right now. So if you want to see it. Ooh. Is it in English? Uh, I guess so. Oh. Uh, or with uh, English. Subtitles. Up. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to be doing Smurf The Lost Village next week for oh, another it, digital yeah. review. Yeah, it is, just to it mention. is uh, text in English, yeah. I checked it now. Cool. So if you want to check that out, it's on Amazon. Amazon. I don't have an Amazon membership. I might try uh, to find it. Yeah. My yeah. mom has I an watched... Amazon membership. I might go use hers. Yeah, you should actually see that episode and see how freaking different it was. Right, how much I, I, I was thinking was one thing and it is actually another, right. Yeah. Oh, uh, there's one thing I saw before we get into yours, oh. to, uh, Fro. Uh, I was watching Family Ties and there's multiple episodes with Tom Hanks in it that were uh, interesting to see Tom Hanks uh, in the 80s. Like way, It was just before he was a big actor. And he's in yeah, Family yeah. Ties. I thought that was interesting. All right, go ahead, Fro. I, I, I remember him in Family Ties. He like uh, is an actor. He basically uh, hacks into a, a company and uh, bricks their system to keep them from selling uh, this company to save the workers from losing their jobs. It's an interesting two episodes, but yeah. I watched a mini series. Can I call it that? Uh, whatever uh, HBO show. Uh, Big Little Lies, uh, based on one of my favorite books from last year. I freaking love that book. And if you want that for free, you can go to Audible Trial slash another digital citizen and get it for free there. You should go to Audible Trial slash uh, another uh, digital citizen. Uh, but uh, Big Little Lies, you, you should actually get on, uh, on uh, Audible. It is freaking good. It's, it's such a good book. So I was scared to death when I heard uh, David E. Kelly was going to create uh, this. Uh, right, if yeah. you don't know who <laughs> David E. Kelly is, he's uh, the mind behind uh, Alan McBeal, uh, Boston Legal, LA oh. Law. Yes, uh, those kind of shows. So <laughs> I was like, uh, you please don't fuck this up. <laughs> uh, and he didn't. Uh, I think uh, one of the reasons is because uh, both Reese Witherspoon and Nick Kalkinman were actually uh, producers and actors uh, of of this show. It's one of those shows that I know Tilly is going to love. Ooh. Uh, I think this is going to be your number one show of the year. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely going to have that. to look for it then. Big Little Lies. And I here's my other prediction. Luke is never going to watch it. And if he watches it, he's going to hate it. <laughs> I'm not going to watch it, so don't even worry. Don't even stress about that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, it is fantastic, Dylan. You will freaking love it. I, I will guarantee. I will guarantee that you will love it. I will give you money if you hate it. <laughs> Would you say it was a HBO uh, miniseries? Yeah, seven episodes. Seven episodes. Uh, fantastic. I gave it a eight and a half. 
out of 10. Uh, other than that, <laughs> I, I should probably not submit what I, other uh, I watched this week, but uh, uh, because I'm I'm laughing about it. But uh, I watched uh, the third, uh, no, the second season of uh, Chris Knows Best. <laughs> oh, I watched that show. It's so stupid. Yeah, it's the it's really dumb. What is it? So freaking stupid. We talked about it, it before. It comes on uh, right I, after Raw, or, yeah. or no SmackDown. It comes on right SmackDown. after SmackDown, so yeah. that's why. Like, uh, they've been on uh, Raw, <laughs> I think, a few times. It's this Southern guy who acts so, incredibly, incredibly gay, he's so, but he's, he's so not. gay. It's so <laughs> gay, and it's not right. He's and it's so about him gay. and his family, and he's so very. Gay. He's a rich real estate, uh, or was in real estate, and now he's gotten out of it. Um, He's just a rich southern guy, and and the whole gimmick is uh, he's very um, straight laced and wants things done in a certain way, and his family aren't. And it's a it's a reality show. It's terrible. Um, I don't know why I watch it, but I think it's because I saw them in on wrestling, and I was like, okay, I'll check it out. And then I've just watched it ever since. So (laughs) and 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 it was it was Luke that got me into watching this show because he has (laughs) so many times. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know if I've mentioned uh, it's not like I sit there and talk about it all the time but yeah it's no no it's, no but you mentioned it's just, it. it right you I just have came mentioned back it many like times a couple of weeks ago so yeah I did mention right. it recently too yeah so that's why I, I watched uh, season one and two uh, now going on in my third season so it's it's really bad <laughs> that's funny the first season uh, they have the the brother who yes, they're like uh, oh he He's kind he of a pro- troublemaker, Probably and he is. gets drugged, yeah. and he, he disappears at some point. You never see him again, yep. by the way. So, yep. They talk about him in the second season uh, when he has Father Day's uh, present, because they take a picture. Uh, I don't know if you remember that episode uh, for his Father's Day. And uh, he's there, but that kid, so they talk about oh, him. Oh, okay. Right, yeah. And because I don't remember have, it specifically, uh, but yeah, I remember right. that part of the season. Yeah, and they also have his daughter, uh, that is a black little. Cute right. little she kind cat. of is, has disappeared yeah. in the last two seasons as well. I don't know where okay. she went or what happened with that, but they moved they sold her. to a different. <laughs> right, they moved to a different city, and then she just disappears. <laughs> little baby, they sold her. Weird. <laughs> they don't mention it or anything. Very strange. Uh, and I watched uh, some Mystery Science Theater to get me uh, pumped for the new season that's around the corner. Right, Netflix. Oh. Exciting. So exciting. Yeah, tons of it is on Netflix. I don't know how much of it, but if you go on there, they have tons of episodes right now, so everybody can oh, check good. it out. So good. So good. Mermaids! Yeah. Yay, mermaids! Mermaids! Uh, when I think mermaids, I think that freaking stupid movie uh, starring uh, some Disney characters. Uh, oh, you uh, don't think of the um, the other one, Splash? No, I oh. I never seen Splash. Uh, <gasps> I'm I'm one of those people that never seen Splash in my what? life. You have to. Go and watch what? it now. <laughs> it's not... I don't think it's necessary to watch. Well, I, haven't, I, I haven't seen it since I was about seven, so it's amazing in say. my head. <laughs> I, have no, I, I, I know what it is. 
I have no. Uh, oh, oh, then closest I, I came to mermaids is also how to sell shoes to a mermaid. Hey, see what I did there? <laughs> Good share reference that nobody will understand because that movie is old and really bad. If you go online uh, and look up like mermaid conspiracy, a lot of what you're going to get is um, them talking about Disney movies, which is very funny. But they, there's a lot of people making connection between. Ariel from The Little Mermaid and the mermaid in the original Peter Pan animated film yes. uh, saying that the Pan animated mermaid is Ariel's mother from the past. <laughs> yep. oh, wow. I like it. I, thought, I like it when I they all... Something. But there's so, always stories that link Star, Star Warsing with Disney is what they're doing. But <laughs> Yeah. So you picked mermaids because you love the mermaids. Uh, what is a mermaid? Um, I don't know what the actual definition of a mermaid is, but I'm guessing it's the torso and uppers of a human and tail of a fish, essentially at base. Essentially. It depends. Yeah, it depends on which sort of theory you're looking into, because there's many, many theories, and I. Um, yeah, I've looked in a bit. Sort of through the past, there's been um, quite a few sightings. Hang on, before I start that though, what did you guys? What before you looked into it? What was your guys' impression on this? That uh, we were talking about something that was uh, ridiculously stupid okay. and uh, didn't exist. Right. I I like I think I said a couple weeks ago. I um I had been to. Ripley's Believe It or Not, when I was younger, uh, a few times, and they had one of the original, I think it's Barnum and Bailey, uh, Mermaids, which is basically a monkey uh, tied <laughs> sewed to, to the, a fish. Sewed to a fish, right. Um, yeah. And dried out so it would last. And uh, it was, you know, it was in a box and everything, you, but you could see it. Um, and I never, I mean, you, you, if you went and saw it, it was kind of like a freak show attraction. Uh, you know, back then. But if you saw if when I saw it, maybe in the 80s or 90s, I instantly looked at it and went, that does not look real. Yeah, <laughs> that looks like a monkey t- tied to a fish is what it looks like. So I was. Oh, yeah. Um, other than that, my only reference to it would have been uh, both D- Disney movies that I talked about. And then, of course, the Iliad. Uh, and it's uh, the sirens from the Iliad. So, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, sorry. But there have been lots and lots of sightings throughout history of mermaids. Well, reported sightings. Obviously, you know, in 1493, they didn't have cameras and things. But um, mm. apparently Columbus saw three female forms which rose high out of the sea but were not as beautiful as they were representing. So, yeah, he he actually reported that, like wrote it in paper that he saw it. Mm. Um 1680, which is around about when Captain Blackbeard was born, that that era, um, he always instructed his crew to avoid certain enchanted waters for fear of merfolk or mermaids, because he was on about the male and female ones, um, which he and his members of his crew had seen. And then in 1870 and 1890, there were two sightings in Canada, near Vancouver and Victoria. Um, I know that was... It's a bit weird how they've worded this. 
that there were two in Canada near Vancouver and Victoria, one from between 1870 and 1890. So I don't know if it just stayed there for 20 years or what. Um, and the other in 1967. Um, that's odd as well. They've gone to the 90s. Pennsylvania had a fisherman um, reported five sightings in the, oh, I can't pronounce that river, near Marietta. Um, that was in June 1881. <laughs> Is that the name? I really hope that's the name of the river. <laughs> no, it's, I think it'd be, oh, that would be funny. Susquehanna, Susquehanna, S-U-S-Q-U-E-H-A-N-N-A. Okay, your name for it is so much better. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so it was there, 1881. Um, mm-hmm. Then sort of people stopped, well, I'll say people stopped reporting. It's not like there's a millions and millions between 1493 and 2009. But in August 2009, there was a big sort of shake-up when the Israeli town of Kiryat Yam offered a million-dollar reward for proof that there's mermaids on their coast there because loads of people were saying they were spotting these mermaids. Um, yeah, there was they received dozens of people reporting seeing um, a mermaid leaping out of the waters in Haifa Bay. Then in February 2012, work on two reservoirs was stopped when workers claimed that mermaids hounded them away from the sites near Gokwe and Mutare in Zimbabwe. From this thing with the um, in Kiryat Yam, where they're giving away a million dollars, I think that's where the um, documentaries came from that got me really, really into this. And I got yep. fully sucked in. Really good documentaries we've seen this week. Uh, for example... Yeah, Animal really Planet, good... wasn't it? Yeah. It was, uh, and we need to speak about this. Which Animal uh, Planet, of course, is a division of the Discovery Channel. Just to let you know. Right. So yeah, they do the all first... their factual documentaries that I watch all the time. <laughs> first we have Mermaids, the body found. Really good documentary. Uh, one hour and twenty-one minutes. I was. Uh, I mean, I I saw that. Uh, then I saw the really good follow-up, uh, mermaids, new evidence, and I have some uh, facts about it. That actually drew over three point six million viewers. And and the what, first one had the Kardashians all... tweeting all over it as well. Right. And it was a record for the cable company. So those two documentaries that are really, really, really good are so not fake. (laughs) 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 So, Luke, since you're the the sensible person of uh, the three of us, uh, will you break the bad news? Well, this is not listed as a documentary. This is listed what? as docu-fiction, uh, oh, which yeah. means made up, uh, at, you know, made up at will. Like it's based off of some evidence, and then we just what? made up a whole lot of it, like um, Spinal Tap. Uh, no, more like I said, like Blair Witch. Spinal Tap yeah. is a mockumentary, meaning it's purposely is... being false. Where this is pretending to be real, but is false. So it's okay. not 
quite the same. Um, but it has been listed the, as a mockumentary. Well, that is incorrect. Okay. Yeah, that's that <laughs> that's is docu fi- docufiction is definitely different. Um, yeah. But this was publicized as uh, uh, in- including the uh, website that claimed of government seizures at the site uh, that they talk about in it. Um, but of course, none. Even the website that was all fake. So this was just a big work that they were trying. They were doing it to get ratings. Obviously, it worked. Like Fro said, um, it works so thing? good that I believe those two things was real. <laughs> That's how right. And of course, works. all As the people in it are actors. None of the uh, they're they're not just actors that are like playing parts that could be real. Even the people that the they're based on aren't real. So right. So yeah, it's all just <sighs> made up. But some of the theories they had in it, I really liked. Obviously, you know, you don't believe the videos where they're like, "Oh, we've got real footage and all that lot." But some of the theories, um, like the aquatic ape hypothesis or aquatic ape theory, right, which is, is real. yeah, and well, it's a real theory. It's a it's real theory yeah. that real people that aren't crazy have like that they know their th- thing right. that's why it's docu-fiction, that's why it's docufiction docufiction yeah. where it's based oh, like off docu-fiction. real ideas it's based off real ideas but it's not real uh yeah here's here's the at the end of the movie you know uh, at the end of any movie there's usually um in the credits, they have a disclaimer about any movie right. any movie will have this this had a specific disclaimer I'll read it real uh-huh. quick it says, though certain events in this film are fictional, Navy sonar tests have been directly implicated in whale be- whale beachings. The bloop is real; is a real phenomenon. There is a st- and there is still a debate about what it may be. None of the institutions or agencies that appear in the film are affiliated or associated with it in any way, nor have they proved <laughs> its contents. Any similarities oh. in the film to actual persons living or dead is entirely uh, coincidental. So mm-hmm. they're saying, oh. yeah, it's totally made up. Yeah. <laughs> but that's only if you read the small print. <laughs> I didn't. Right. But yeah. e- even in the small print, they, they point out that uh, these sonar tests the navies did, they, did uh, they have been directly implicated in the whale beachings. And the bloop, which I think is the, probably one of the more interesting things, is a real phenomenon. So. Yeah, oh, good. See, I'm glad of that, because there's, there's a lot of things in this that did make me think a lot. Because it's basically the whole whole documentary, for people that haven't seen it. They um, Some people were using sonar to listen to things. They heard... Um, did they hear the bloop first? Or was it after? Cause there was uh, the big, yeah, that was first. Cause that they was heard years the sonar before, test. Beforehand, right? And then they... Yeah. They, it was Noah... Um, they, they're listening, like you said, with this sonar technology and they were using it to listen to whales and then years before they caught this thing called the bloop, I guess we'll talk about that real quick while we're at it. This of course is fake. What we're talking about is from the fake documentary, but, uh, the bloop (laughs) was an ultra low frequency, extremely powerful underwater sound detected by NOAA, uh, National Oceanic Atmospheric Administration. Is a U.S. Uh, a U.S. Uh, I want to say company, but uh, organization. Sorry, uh, the sound was consistent with the noises generated by uh, ice quakes or large icebergs, uh, 
but in 2002 was said to be also consistent with large marine mammal, mammals. Noah believes uh, it has now analyzed and con- it conclusively and the noise was ice related, but a lot of people still don't believe that that necessarily is true. So, yeah. But yeah, um, the theory is that when we were evolving, as you know, we were monkeys in trees, um, we came down to the water, like the edges to the sea, for food and sustenance. You know, there was a rich amount of things in the sea back then, you know, 60 million years ago or however many it was. Um, that's where some people think that we started standing up like when you see the monkeys um and they have to traverse a a lake or well a river or something they'll get up onto their hind feet keep their heads and front legs arms out of the water and walk upright and that's how they think we ended up standing upright um while all this was going on you know there'd be more and more as as we bred and things and you'd learn more things around the sea you'd be more adapted you'd lose your fur and everything um then when everything started changing with earthquakes and volcanoes and you know pretty much the signaling of the end of the earth or the ice age or whatever it was coming um the safest place to go would be the sea and there is a theory that you know some of these on their way to being humans monkeys um stayed in the sea and adapted like some of the humans that are alive now like there's um a whole village of children um and adults but the children especially now can contract their eyes or contract their pupils all the way down to teeny tiny so they can see in the water because they're in there that that much they're already they've adapted so it's one of those theories that it could well have happened with all those years. You know, the Ice Age happens, they stay in the water where it's not frozen. Um, I think the best uh, example of this that they gave was polar bears and how polar bears started out as brown bears that just moved north and to get food over time, developed the ability to swim and developed the ability to stay underwater for long periods of time. Yeah, and killer whales, orcas. I didn't know they came from wolves. (laughs) <laughs> I didn't look that up. I don't know if that's 100% true. You I think might, we need yeah. to look at that because I know, obviously, there's a lot of these mammals and things that have started one place, like seals and things. You can tell a seal comes from a dog. You can tell it. You can just look at it. You can tell. But this is billions and millions and millions of years ago as things right. were all starting when nothing, It there were no humans at this time. So what we're talking about here is aquatic ape hypothesis is what it's called. Um and like you said, the idea here is that the apes, some of the apes were forced out of the trees. So they say there was a hierarchy of in the, with these apes or monkeys in the trees that were, some of them were forced out because they were considered outcasts or whatever else. They needed yeah. to find food, so they went towards the ocean to find shellfish and whatnot. And like you said, learned to walk on their hind legs to avoid drowning and everything like this. Um they point out, uh, what was the thing, that if uh, if you put a baby in water, it automatically knows how to hold its breath. It doesn't need to, uh, it, it doesn't need to learn that. That's just a function in our brains that's already there when we're born. Uh, yeah, where other animals, if, if you just 
threw it in the water, it would die because it would just drown to death. So. Yeah, and how other monkeys don't have any webbing on their fingers, and we do because it makes it easier for swimming. We've lost all of our fur. That the fur. I don't know how would have been one hundred percent. That's true because if you know how a baby is formed, webbing your fingers, the way your fingers are formed is caused by cells dying off. Uh, like your hands are initially just kind of balls, and then to form your fingers, cells have to actually die off. Uh, in mass to create it, the in-between parts. That's why some people will be born with webbed toes or webbed fingers is because that process did not completely take place. Yeah. So that, that um, there's definitely a, a thing to say. That's definitely something, uh, evidence to point out, okay, that's not necessarily true, that just because we have this webbed, uh, webbed fingers or whatever that we do have, uh, that that has to do with, uh, coming from some kind of marine life, which I don't know if you believe in evolution at some point, we all came from marine life. Yeah. Every, every animal. So that's just kind of the truth. If you believe. And that's, and if it was that early in the evolution, who's to say that some, you know, some of us didn't pop off and go off. Into right. But the now sea you're and... talking about something reverse of aquatic ape hypothesis, because aquatic ape, ape hypothesis is, is saying that, apes had already been formed and they went into the sea or back yeah into they the went sea, back where you what you're talking about is maybe there was a split off where when we were coming out of the water one went this way one went that way and uh we had uh human like creatures in the sea and then human like creatures on land those are it's kind of two different ideas of how this could have happened if it did okay. yeah. does that make sense I, yeah definitely I I I think this whole like uh, uh, hypothesis uh, is crazy. Like for me, this this makes no sense. Uh, I think I think one of the, the the things that I've looked into after I found out those two doc- documentaries I watched wasn't really documentaries. Is is that a, 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 is those uh, uh, Kind of uh, hypothesis, and I, I I find it uh, I, I find it ludicrous that the monkeys would go down to the water again. It's it's kind of ah, strange. but there's monkeys now that will go down. They've learned how to crack clamshells and things, and right. they go down and they go into the sea. They go into the shallows. They find clams and shellfish. They start bashing them open. They eat them. It's full of loads of stuff that's good for brain development, which then means, oh, we, we've got to try and use different tools. And that's, you know, we're seeing that now with monkeys going into the water, standing up on their feet, picking out clams and things, learning how to smash them open and eating them. The ones the that can't do here, it would go back idea, into the jungle. Right. The idea here is that these monkeys would have been outcasts from the rest of the monkeys in the trees. So if they went back into the trees to get food, they would be attacked. Yeah, or something happened, you know, big volcano, they all scatter, some go towards the water and manage to survive, others go north. That would not explain uh, the amount of years that would have to pass for the evolution to take place. Because we would have to be talking about, what you're talking about is it just all of a sudden happened, like there was a massive volcano and then they split off from each other. Yeah, 60 million years ago. But what would have to happen is it would have to be two separate entities. One is the kind of the 
ground dwelling ocean dwe- uh, dwelling uh, monkeys and then the tree dwelling monkeys would be two separate things. But at some point, what happened was that the monkeys that were in the trees, they were kicked out of the trees. And that's why they ended up there um, for whatever reason. Exactly. It could be whatever reason, but it would they would have to be there for millions of years yeah. separate from each other. Yeah. Yeah, because well, we've it got. It couldn't just another... be like one day there was a, a volcano and they were like, "Up, oh, <laughs> let's jump in the water and take off." Like, I, yeah, no, they wouldn't, they wouldn't have, have been... the lung capacity. They wouldn't have. No, they would uh, have been living there for structure. Yeah. a bloody long time. They would have been evolving as they were there. So we're we're talking thousands of years, not uh, maybe millions, not millions. Like, I would say millions. Yeah, not like oh, they just oh, there's a volcano. Should we go for a swim? At I'm very not... least, hundreds of thousands of years. But yeah. yeah. Uh, a, a long enough time to, you know, for the all the people that can't survive dying and the ones that can breeding, procreating and making more that can, if you get what I mean. That's just, right. just evolution, uh, isn't it? <laughs> we know what and Darwin if you're in What that, did Darwin think? The evolution of it would be that um, over time, the... Sorry, I, something outside my window. What the hell is going on out there? Um, mm-hmm. Over time, that the with the beach dwelling monkeys, that the ones that could get food better would be the ones that would live, and the ones that could get food better would be the ones that could swim better, uh, yeah. or be able to tr- uh, move into the water and actually swim around. And those may be the ones that have more um, fin-like legs uh, or feet and hands and things like that, and that would pass the pass the genetics down and then over time they would develop more and more into that uh kind of non-bipedal uh thing i like this okay this whole hypothesis of aquatic ape is a lot less believable to me than the one that i mentioned which i i there is no hypothesis for it but the idea that we could have been split off earlier one going one way and one going another when we came out of the water the idea yeah. that we went back into the water is a bit harder to believe. Uh, yeah. But in with the idea, with the notion of evolution in your mind, it could be possible. Yeah, and with the amount of undiscovered marine life that there is out there, you never know. I'm not saying that it's what everybody's saying it is. It could be some, you know, weird form of seal or something. That just has instead of having flippers at the front, it might have paws that could look a bit like hands or whatever. Right, like Do you know what I mean? Yeah, manatees that... look kind of human-like if you look at them. Yeah, uh, well, the they were was. they were known as mermaids, weren't they? Right. They were the. I love manatees. I've got a real affinity with manatees. Could, so uh, the blue, the blue, uh, in nineteen ninety-seven, this was. Uh, I want to find out the real facts about this now. I've only I only know what the documentary said, and then that's not real. Oh, so I yeah. What I, facts are... Like I said, yeah. I mentioned it earlier. I pointed out what it was. Nineteen ninety-seven, like Fro said. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the Navy is covering this up, of course, because. Oh, let's talk there. more about the bloop before we get into that. But oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> the idea in the documentary is that the bloop happened in 97 and then later in this documentary was like mid 2000s that or it was the 
the event was supposed to have happened mid 2000s sorry um that during this event which was supposed to be some kind of test of a so, uh, underwater sonic wave weapon uh that what it sounded like to you guys that yeah, during that attacks this they, your cell cells that, and destroys your cells well yeah um well uh it hits you with like a massive wall of sound basically yeah, yeah. um the idea in this documentary or, or fake fakeumentary was that uh, that they heard this bloop, whatever, ten years later, and they realized, okay, there must be something going on here. Uh, this bloop, like we said, is a real thing. Uh, Noah now believes it's related to like ice shelf breaking or something like that. Uh, but that's again, that like I said, it's uh, it's still speculation. For, on their part because they're not 100% sure. You can go look it up if you look up the bloop or go to you, uh, Wikipedia and look up bloop. It's on there. You can listen to it. So, but yeah, if, it's the same, if it's that that recording, it is a lot more... There's a lot more parts to it. It's like more comprehensive than a whale call or a dolphin call or anything like that because you can see sort of when you're looking at the sound waves, especially when they're next to each other. I know I've seen that somewhere else. Well, it could all be lies. My whole world's a bag of lies at the minute now. <laughs> I wanted this all to be yeah. hammed up, but based more in truth than it is. Yeah. Like we said, Fro and Tilly watched this documentary. They sent it out on the on the Co's chat. We're like, uh, you. when did you guys... Fro, you said you believed it right up until the second one. When did you... Yeah. Uh, did you watch both of them, Tilly, and go, still believe it? I watched it? both of them years ago. Like when oh, they were okay. on, I, I right. saw that. Well, I think it was 2013 when the second one came out because I know I was looking after my nephew, hence okay. me having Sky to get on there and watch it. So I was like, my sisters. But um, yeah, I, I watched it and was like, ooh, oh, I hadn't heard about any of this. Oh, this is interesting. Yeah, I like this. And <laughs> sort of got obsessed with it, but only thinking about it, not actually researching it. Right. Totally. <laughs> And then, it's yeah, like, it's like, oh, it's all a lie. That whole people see things on the internet now and they look it up, but you see it on TV and you don't. It's, yeah, <laughs> on something on Discovery Animal Planet, you know, right. I've, Except I've never you watched remember something and thought they were Discovery lying about also... the lion. So, say that again, sorry. As I've never watched it and wondered if they were lying about the lion that's killing that antelope. Right. Like, is that really the... a lion? Is it? Is it just a tiger in a silly ruffly? But you're forgetting that Discovery Channel also has ancient aliens, so... Yeah, and, like, the hunting Bigfoot and stuff. Right, so not necessarily the most reliable source, gotta remember yeah. that. Um, but then even in that, it's very much sort of, well, these are our opinions on it. When it comes down to it, think... you guys were, were Blair Witched, is what happened. Yes, we were, yes. We were blitched. You were, sci-fi, you were Sci-Fi Network Blair Witched, where you believed it, and you weren't the only ones, like you said... The, there were tweets about all this stuff, including the Kardashians, who were like, whoa, have you seen this? Is this real? Like, people were buying it because uh, that's what they were selling it as, as real. So, yeah. not surprised. Yeah, I, I feel, I kind of feel stupid uh, about it, but uh, I'm I'm uh, a gobble man, I guess. Well, no, at least we're sure both in it together. Other people, other people out there who totally believe it because they haven't done any of the research. So they were we'll they were probably still going Facebook with it. They're group. like, they just learn like they they see this thing and they they don't ever go like research more of it. They just go, 
oh, is that real? Holy crap. And then they go, they just go with it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. on YouTube, there's, there's videos out there saying like, uh, one of the more interesting ones was the idea that the oil companies are hiding mermaids because the mermaids are actually alien creatures. Like they're not, um, the aquatic ape hypothesis, not necessarily what we're talking about here, but that uh, underwater aliens is what we would be talking about and that the oil companies know about this and that fossil, the, the idea that oil is a fossil fuel is fake, uh, is a fake concept made up by, uh, oil companies to sell you on the, on this, uh, on oil, even though oil is really made by these aliens underwater. Yeah, oh, I that was heard a YouTube that one. one. Yep, I, I like watched that. Because I saw that yeah. obviously it was like, you know, big oil companies in the Navy are covering all this up because they right. want to be able to drill for oil. And if everybody um, knew we were killing these creatures under the water, then we wouldn't be allowed to do it. Exactly. Yeah. Because there was a big, big enough hoo ha about all the beach whales. Because that was, that was a real thing with all the beach whales with their ears bleeding and things, wasn't it? Right, because the Navy was actually doing uh, the testing. testing these weapons. So that is a, a real part of it. And that was actually covered up for a long time. The Navy covered up that that was happening. So that part of it is true. That part of the Navy cover-up. Um, I guess in this fake fake documentary, they kind of are telling you that the Navy covered, it, covered this up because they've known about mermaids for years, but they wanted to be testing these weapons. Uh, that kind of was a little... They didn't really connect the dots very well in the original documentary. I only watched part of the second one, so I don't know if they talked any more about uh, it. But, well, yeah, they uh, said about um, how the big the oil companies didn't want anybody knowing about it because um, there's already a lot of registered, um, like national park area of the sea, if that makes sense. You know, like I can't remember what it's called, a reserve. There we go. Okay. Yeah. Um, and obviously they can't do testing or see if there's any oil down there or drill drill for oil if there's any there. If they find out there's this new species that's more intelligent than whales and dolphins, there is no way in hell they're going to be able to do anything across the whole ocean. <laughs> they find out where they are. So that right, was exactly. their, their thing. Like They're trying to keep it quiet because they want to be able to, until we know where all the oil is here, we don't want anybody knowing about this new species that Greenpeace and Peter and all that lot will jump on top of. Right. Yeah, that exactly. was their angle. Especially if it was able to communicate with us. And it, uh, the idea here is that it would be so intelligent the, that it would be able to create uh, spears and things like that. It, w- it would be able to survive in the ocean. So it would yeah. be able to fight off massive sharks and all these other things. I think that was interesting. With it. They actually pointed out, which Fro has pointed out a million times, uh, the, the idea that we have gone to the moon and we, we've covered the whole moon. We know everything on the surface of the moon, basically every rock. But we... Uh, know very little about the bottom of the ocean and mm. that even in the last uh, 10 years or 20 years we've found new species of marine life that are like whales and things like that yeah. not little shrimp or something like that like massive marine mammals So and like the giant 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 squids like the mahusive ones that everybody thought was legends or you know so- they must have died out by now they're still right. they're being discovered and new breeds of them and things yeah. So where does this rank upon the conspiracy theories we talked about? Uh, what do you think, Luke? That's a good question. Um, 
You know, I it's hard this I'm going to say this one I'm going to put in the same category as deep underground military bases where it's like there's not enough evidence to say it's true and there really isn't any evidence to say it isn't true. Uh, yeah. It's too in the middle for anybody to argue one way or another. So yeah. in that w- in that way I would say it's not as crazy as a lot of the things we've done. So I'm going to give it like a five if I was going to go out of ten, you know, right down in the middle. So I totally agree. I yeah. I think it's not up there with the Chris's thing. Uh, I don't think it's as ludicrous as many things we, we talked about. So I agree. I still it's think it's fake. I don't believe it. Oh, yeah. But oh, no, I don't. Believe what about it. you guys as far as numbers go? Um. I don't know how I can... I would say five, but I think I've got to knock something off it for it tricking us so much. <laughs> not that, that, actually. Yeah, that one documentary, right. Yeah. Yeah. So probably if I, three, if I three saw to do the documentaries and that was actually documentaries, we would talk a much higher number. Oh, we, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. We'd be up in the tens if there was actual real... Oh, yeah. But if you were talking to a conspiracy theorist who actually believed in this, what they would say is those documentaries are trying to discredit the truth. You know what I mean? So Yeah. I uh, I understand that. But uh, we have to take uh, what year it came out as something, uh, because this is not the first time uh, Discovery did this. uh, And it was definitely not the last either. No. Yeah. We'll yeah, don't go to Discovery if you want to learn like real history. It's don't go to the History Channel; they're not going to tell you anything. So, <laughs> I have some uh, bad breaking news. That Don Rickles, one of my favorite comedians, is dead at uh, oh. Not oh old. no, that's too bad. Yep. yep, he must have been pretty he, old though. Ninety. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. Yeah, he. he uh, He's most famous for me uh, when he roasted uh, Frank Sinatra. Uh, sure, sure, yeah. I I, I freaking love that. Uh, but uh, his his humor, I I loved uh, Don Rickles. He's one of the greatest comedians of all time, if you ask me. I was uh, watching him in something recently. Uh, oh, uh, it was what's her name? Uh, not the Bob Newhart show, but something like that. Uh, he was in it, and he was very good. It was from like the '60s. It was very funny. He's been around forever, yeah. so that that's sad. Yep. Oh. Have you seen the movie this week, Tilly? Mm, no. <laughs> no. No. Okay. Uh, did you see that I challenged you to see a movie? No. Okay, we will soon talk about that. Okay. Uh, Luke, have you seen the movie this week? Oh, did you challenge me to see a movie or just Tilly? Oh, I challenged both of you. Oh, I didn't when? see this either, bro. No, <laughs> have you actually challenged us? Or is this coming yes. up? <laughs> Are you uh, sure? Because none of us feel very challenged. Yeah, oh, yeah. I don't remember I, this. I did it through Facebook uh, in one of my posts. Uh, oh, that! I thought you were challenging us to find a worse movie. No, no. Then no, no. that. Oh, you did not phrase your your uh, sentence correctly, Fro. That was the okay. issue. Okay, that's why we didn't understand. But I know what you're talking about. Um, 
Well, yeah. Why don't you tell us what what your what what movie we're talking about, bro? The bye <laughs> The bye uh, bye man. He sounds yeah. like he's scary. If you're three and a half. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sure if even a three and a half year old would find this scary. Mm-hmm. To be honest, I, I'm not sure. I, I, I'm well, maybe because there's a lot of s- scary sounds and things like that. But uh, I, I, I went into this hoping it would be a fun uh, mess out of a movie. It it's gotten tremendously bad reviews all over, uh, but. Uh, when I say that, it has uh, a four out of ten rating on on IMDb. Not great. Uh, it has a twenty three on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, oh. That's not good. Uh, an no. audience score out of twenty six. That's not good. But uh, this is such a zero. This is such. Uh, tremendously bad movie that uh, yeah <laughs> speechless I I, <laughs> I, I, I think I, uh, because we talked about it when we were watching wrestling this weekend uh, and I, I think I said it's the most boring movie I've seen it's without soul it's without any feeling at all I felt I felt uh, violated, and I felt uh, I felt so nauseated by the whole movie, and I I just think it's maybe the most boring mess with good good actors in it uh, that are going around emoting nothing. There's nothing compelling about this movie. Huh. Like nothing. But it has good actors in it. Who's in it? Anybody right off the top of your head you could remember? Uh, no, because oh, okay. it's boring. <laughs> it's boring. Well, you movie. said good actors, so I was assuming maybe with somebody. Oh, yeah, there. but uh, okay, yeah, but but I mean, uh, uh, there's no no uh, like really famous people right, okay. in it. Yeah, uh, that's but, what uh, I was Oh no no! It has Carrie Ann Moss in it, for example. I don't know who that is. No, uh, the the girl from um, uh, the Matrix. Oh, okay. Yes, in the Matrix, yeah. The main the main girl in the leather, yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh, All right. Uh, any other was... films you saw this week? Yes, but uh, I'm not going to talk about that yet. Oh, okay. Um, I, of course, well, I watched those two, most of both of those mermaid documentaries. We all kind of watched those. But the mm-hmm. other thing I saw this week was the new Louis C.K. Uh, stand-up that's on Netflix called 2017. I'm watching that tonight. Crap. It, it was is, so good. It was so good. and But it yep. was like, I was not expecting it to be as, uh, I don't want to say controversial, but just hard-hitting as it is. It's like, and it's from the outgoing. It's hard hitting, like it, right. it, 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 it hits you right away, and it's the most hilarious thing 
I, I've never seen a better stand-up special. Right, it's going to be a classic. You can already tell, but it's uh, it it hits from every angle. It offends every different person, like mm-hmm. yeah. left, uh, the left paradigm, the right paradigm, people in the middle. Like it offends everybody equally, and in that yeah. way, it offends no one. So it's kind yeah. of interesting in that, uh, the way he structured it, and uh, I didn't hundred percent like the way the the ending of it, the conclusion. I thought he could have made it, maybe had a better. Um, a better ending to it, like a, a little harder note of the end that kind of gave like a wrap up where he just kind of told a joke and it was over, which that's not unusual for a stand up comedy. But for how good this was, I was expecting a little better, better wrap up at the end. But that's just me being uh, nitpicky, nitpicky, really. Yeah, yeah, totally. That's so, but I definitely recommend everybody go watching this, and I mean everybody, no matter which yep. side of the aisle you're on. So, definitely, I, I do love Lucy K. Yeah, let us know uh, what you think about it next week, Tilly. Yeah, nine okay, out of ten. Nine out of ten, I am giving it. Oh, yeah, nine, nine and a half, maybe. Yep. Yeah. It was really, really, really good. But I agree with with Luke. The ending was uh, uh, so-so. It was good. It just, I thought then, it could have been yeah. more, like, uh, more of a better wrap-up of everything he yes. talked about, where he just yeah. was like, here's the last joke I told. Goodbye, everybody. That kind of thing. Yep. So. <laughs> yeah, it felt a little up in the air. Right, I was fine yes. with it though. Like it was just everything else was oh, yeah. so good. It, it, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like we said, nitpicky. So nitpicking, yes, <laughs> nine and a half, nine. Uh, but uh, yeah, definitely one of the classical uh, things uh, ever. What else have you seen? Uh, th- that's the movies for this week. Okay, we will talk about Ghost in the Shell. The movie Fro, for some strange reason, watch this week. Uh, it, what oh. is this supposed to be the future? That just looks like Japan now. <laughs> I have been watching you. <gasps> He's what? one of the watchers. He melted away. I saw someone down there. So. And then they disappeared into bits. He's a known terrorist. And he's killed again. Did he say a non-terrorist? Yeah. Ew. It's everywhere. Those things. Scary gay ship. I will find Yeah. It's a portable matrix machine. And I will kill him. Ah. She's so pretty. She's a bit Barbie-like in her body, though. (laughs) Uh, I agree. But uh, it's still Scarlet. I'm freaking hot chance. So. Yeah, I don't know if the I don't. I think she's better as a blonde, but that's just me. Yeah, I definitely agree. We saved you. You can tell that it's, that it's died there, but whatever, whatever. By the way, uh, did you did you hear the reason why she divorced from her husband? You. I have no idea. <laughs> because she wants to have sex with other people. <laughs> no job. That's generally how that works. <laughs> yep. Oh, Tron. What is Tron? It's like... <laughs> See, I'm seeing a lot of stuff from other movies, like The Matrix, Tron. Yep. Uh, yep. What is the other one I'm thinking of? That's, uh, the other anime movie they made like 10 years ago. I can't remember right now. She's got the same haircut going on, though. Uh, the Fifth Element. 
Yeah, Eon Flux. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, hey! Because the, yeah, it's the haircut that really goes Eon Flux in my mind. But yeah. And uh, maybe there's the stylized some stuff. Pacific Rim in this. <laughs> there's a lot of. Right, right, right. So, so you go can't see her Pacific Rim. <laughs> <laughs> Nipples so, are overrated. What is... <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is this movie about, Luke? How to right, live with no ghost. nipples and no genitalia. <laughs> it's about a Barbie doll and Ken and them getting away. <laughs> uh, in the near future, Major is the first of her kind. A human who is a cy cyber enhanced... Oh, who is cyber enhanced to be a perfect soldier devoted to stopping the world's most dangerous criminals. When terrorism reaches a new level that includes the ability to hack into people's minds and control them, Major is uniquely qualified to stop it. It's got, so far, uh, 7 out of 10 on IMDb. All right. Ooh. And 46% on Rotten Tomatoes. So yeah. critics on Rotten Tomatoes not super happy about this, I guess. And the audience score? <laughs> uh, let me find it real quick. I don't ever do that. Oh, sorry. I feel like I saw uh, it at 61. 62 so yeah oh. yeah yeah no i that's a fro i don't i don't really trust the audience score because anybody can go in there and do whatever they want there <laughs> so it's like you know what i mean it, it could be any that doesn't really mean anything to me but um but yeah ghost in the yeah. shell uh why don't we start with me i went of course to the facebook page uh, i got mm -hmm. a kind of long one this time so uh from zgram tareen i don't know if that's a real name or not but he says Saw the movie. I don't think they could have done a done any better to keep true to the anime. To be honest, this is a groundbreaking film uh, to kickstart anime into a live action into live action. So they're thinking this is kind of the start of like a what we've gotten from the superhero genre. Like this right. could kick off a new yeah. It's a film that's going to be a cult classic for many. The only complaint I have is that they don't use the original score when the when major was being put together in the opening sequence. Okay, that's a little nitpicky right there. But they used it at the end of the movie, which was strange. Hopefully, yeah. on the Blu-ray, it will be different. Uh, that reminds me of Samurai Jack a little bit, because that's what they did with that. So, oh, definitely. Uh, And then the last thing he says, Fight Club went through the same hate when it first came out because it was so different for its time. And the cri oh. uh, critics don't like change and things being so different. So that's why he thinks it's getting such bad scores is that the critics just are afraid of change. <laughs> They're Wayne and Garth. We fear change. Tilla. Um, I got mine from Rotten Tomatoes, as you may have guessed. Oh, I've got one, one quite small one and one teeny one. So I'll do them okay. sort of in succession. Anthony S. Give it two stars and says... The lack of Japanese culture and awareness of any culture whatsoever was is what ruined this film. The best part of the film was the two-second cameo by the actress who should have played Motoko. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then Lee P. gave it half a star and said, imagine a cologne advert that goes on for nearly two hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty movie. I think I said that many times before. Right. Uh, do you well, know, we were off uh, the air, but yeah. yeah. It is a pretty movie indeed. Uh, no, I, I freaking hated this movie. 
I, I think it's a pile of garbage. On a so place. you saw this in the uh, theaters, right, Pro? Yes, I did. Uh, I saw... Uh, here's the reason why I didn't talk about it. Because I saw two movies for the price of one again. Uh, I decided first to see another movie uh, that is tremendously much better than this, by the way. Uh, so, uh, f- first... Uh, me and my girlfriend, uh, because it was her her to to pick uh, a movie, uh, and she really wanted to see uh, this other movie that I'm uh, soon going to tell you what it's called because I suddenly forgot it. Uh, and uh, I really wanted to see Ghost in the Shell, so we picked uh, a time where we could yeah could see life. Life is another movie that we saw. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that looks life, scary. Life, and then we went and see a Ghost in the Shell in 3D. So, here's the thing. Here, here's my main problem. I was I was kind of like... I, I have no attachment to the anime whatsoever. I have never seen it. I will probably never do. I'm, I'm not the anime fan. I haven't seen the movie, Ghost in the Shell. I... I have no interest in it, and uh, I I know that some people call it a cult classic. I don't really care about it. Well, I've, I'm seen of... I've seen the movie. I've seen the movie, the anime movie, but I've never seen the right. TV show yet. Right. Yeah. So, uh, me too. So when when people talk about white washing in Hollywood and something like that, I didn't really uh, follow that because I have no relationship to the source material and the reason why I, I say that first is because this movie was freaking boring like it's 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 it is a long uh, perfume commercial it's it's so darn pretty that you sometimes forget what you're watching is so freaking boring that is the problem with the movie sometimes. Like, it just distracts you with its beauty while you're about yeah. to stove your head in with, from. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're counting I, on I the would, special I, effects and everything, yeah. yeah. I, I know people totally, like that. Yeah, I was totally fascinated by anything else than the storyline in this movie. Mm. So I, 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 can, I can't say that I was bored at all because there, there was a lot to watch in this movie. And I, 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 I like Scarlett Johansson. She's a good actor. Uh, she didn't do anything wrong in this movie. I think she's the strongest in this movie. The villain in this movie is ridiculously stupid. Uh, like, it's one of the worst villains in a movie whatsoever. And I think I was even more disappointed because I watched Life. And Life has gotten some of the same reviews, almost. Like... Uh, life is an alien clone. It's trying to be alien without alien. Uh, like a lot of uh, people that I I look up to, like say say it's a bad alien clone, and yeah, uh, it's trying to be alien. And I, and I hear that over and over and over in in uh, so many reviews. So when I wa- went into life and Ghost in the Shell, I had the same. Uh, level of interest in the both both of the movies, so I'm a little surprite that I found a lot of life as enjoyable as I did, 
I would maybe give it a, a seven out of ten, seven and a half maybe. But Ghost in the Shell was just a boring mess where I I was more uh, focused on things around the movie than the movie itself, and I I would rate it maybe a four out of ten. Okay. So. All right. Well, that was Ghost in the Shell. Uh, let's move on to WrestleMania. What? WrestleMania? Was that WrestleMania thirty three? Are you sure? And so much not, more. Yeah, I, I did not it. see. I did see see nothing of this this week. I saw no wrestling this week. Oh wait, I saw. <laughs> I actually wrote it down. Hall of Fame four hours, NXT two yep. hours, WrestleMania yep. seven hours, Raw, was yep. not including commercials, mind you, two hours and twenty five minutes, SmackDown yep. an hour and twenty minutes. All yep. in all, sixteen hours and forty five minutes of wrestling yep. in one week. That's what I also did. Too much you wrestling. You guys are crazy. There was too much for me, yep. and I just did rest. I did WrestleMania, and I've watched the first two thirds of Raw. <laughs> Why well, I, I don't even bother with everything else. <laughs> NXT was really good. You should watch NXT. But uh, let's begin with the beginning. Let's go into the Hall of Fame. Uh, Hall of Fame speeches. Uh, I liked everybody that won speech. Um, and that was, uh, of course, the uh, Warrior Awards, because that was maybe the most rehearsed. I thought they all felt really rehearsed, but for, uh, there was a few people that did, but I thought all of them felt way more rehearsed than previous years. Uh, you could definitely tell it when the Rock and Roll Express came out and they're reading yeah. off of sheets, and then they get <laughs> lost. They kind of yes. get lost in their sheet, and the one guy's like yes. leafing through his sheets, like, "Oh crap, yep. where are we? I'm totally lost yep. in my speech." And they got all confused, and like you could tell that it was pretty well scripted out. Uh, but DDP's uh, yeah. speech was six hours too long, so that was fun right. uh, because he talked and talked and talked and talked and talked. That man can't shut up. Like I, he doesn't I know how to wrap it. up a story, right? He, uh, no, who was he? It? Started, it was... He started. He started one story, and then we thought it was ending, and he was like, "And that happened." And then we hear applause in the audience, and we think it's over. And then he goes, "I have this other story." <laughs> right, and then the, and then Beth Phoenix gets out there, and she's like, "I'd like to thank one last final person." She thinks like yes. uh, her mom. And then yeah. right, she, you're like, oh, she's thanking one last final person. Mm -hmm. She thanks them. And then she goes into a story about something else. And we're like, that's yep. where you're supposed to end it. <laughs> and she just keeps talking. Oh. <laughs> there, was, there was a lot of that. I mean, I understand they want to let him go and they want to have it feel like uh, they're giving them their time and everything. And it did feel like that. Uh, they just they needed to kind of trim it down a little bit. And Teddy Long did not get as long as everybody else. So that kind of felt a little... Uh, unfair but whatever that was the hall of fame NXT. and uh, uh, to 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 be honest and i, I just don't want to, to say mo one more word about it i went to bed uh, just before kurt angle uh, so i didn't see that uh until later uh until later so that's the only one uh that uh, i didn't see uh live uh nxt uh, the first match was a boring mess. The uh, rest of it was really good. Right. And that is more or less it. Uh, 
the first. The I really team. liked the debut of this new guy. Uh, yeah, which is, he was freaking amazing. Right, uh, he looks really, really good. I, I can't remember what his name is, but he. Oh. Uh, Alex something. Was it Alexander? Oh, Alester. Uh, is that right? Oh, Alistair Black. That was what it was. Alistair Black. It was yeah. Right, and he's just—he looks—he's gonna be a big. He's gonna be big. Like he just from this one match and everything, he had a very cool entrance, and his wrestling is spot on. So uh, I'm—I'm thinking there's gonna be big things for this kid. So yeah, and he was freaking amazing. Uh, the only thing that I, I could uh, maybe uh, like get pick about was that uh, Bobby Roode beat uh, down Nakamura for a long, 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 long time, looking uh, making him look weak. But we understood why <laughs> later right. in the week. Exactly. WrestleMania. Let's go right, over WrestleMania the results. pre-show matches. Uh, we started off with Neville uh, defeating Austin Aries for the Cruiserweight Championship. Which is what Luke yep. said. All right, I got a point and, there. Uh, and I have to say this was the best pre-show match. Uh, I would give this uh, 8 out of 10. Uh, it had a lot of uh, good spots and was really good uh, uh, that they had it first because the match after this was not so good. <laughs> <laughs> right uh obviously well we'll talk about it when we get there uh so i got a point there i thought this match was really good uh kind of thought it should have been on the main card but everybody can't oh, be definitely. on the main card and i thought this was a good opener because it got everything going yeah. really fast yeah so and, next and we had such, such good taste yeah sorry right Next, we had our andre the giant memorial battle royal i guess we had 33 men in there uh mm-hmm and Mojo Raleigh won this because of the Gronk <laughs> coming in. And I think he beat up Jinder Mahal, right? I think that's yeah. what it was. <laughs> yeah. So, and and he, he pushed him. <laughs> right. This guy is a famous football player. He w- was in the team that won the playoffs or the Super Bowl last year. I don't know. I don't sure. watch football. Whatever. But he's a famous guy. So that's the reason they had Mojo win because actually this was all over the news. Like, uh, I talked to somebody the next day. I don't remember who it was. And they that was the thing. They were like, oh, do you watch WrestleMania? I heard the Gronk was on there. That was the thing that somebody <laughs> doesn't, who doesn't watch wrestling took away from this because the news was Ooh. talking about it. He sounds uh, like he's from Sesame well, I mean, Street. I'm, I'm just uh, – actually, there, yeah. when I was a kid, there was this guy named Frank, and we all called him Gronk. Like, this was in 98, <laughs> maybe? So mm-hmm. we right. that name – we've been using that. I don't know if – we just made it up because his name was Frank – and we just called him that. I don't know. Uh, Tell but, yeah, me Mojo how many won. points we got from that pillar. Because from everybody the, gets uh, that. The Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royale thing. Yeah. We all had guesses and none of us got a point. What? Right. None of us chose Mo- Mojo. And Luke I even chose Samoa really Joe and Samoa w- Joe didn't turn up. No, but uh, <laughs> Luke Harper was in there even though he wasn't announced. But So I was yeah. kind of like, oh, that I, I was feeling really good about it until right after oh, yeah. he got eliminated because they didn't announce him. So it kind of seemed like it could be a surprise. Um, yeah. But obviously they did the Mojo Raleigh thing because it got them publicity and it really did because, like I said, people who don't watch wrestling heard about it. So uh, Next good. we got Dean Ambrose defeating Baron Corbin for IC Championship. And what a horrible match this was. 
This was right. So if you watch SmackDown, obviously that match was uh, could have been this match, but they didn't well, want it to overshadow other, other things. So I got a point for that one. I said okay. Dean Ambrose. You guys said Baron Corbin. Mm-hmm. What was all after right. that? Next, we have AJ Styles beating Shane McMahon. We were all this right. We all said so AJ. Good. Yeah, and this was such a good match. I was pleasantly surprised myself, Tilly. Yeah. Yeah. Not not disappointed. <laughs> I right. thought it was going to be a bit with Shane McMahon getting back in the ring. The funniest part like... was, uh, of on the call was we were sitting there, uh, uh, watching at the end. We're watching uh, Shane McMahon go to the top rope, and everybody's like, "What the hell is he going to do up there?" And I was like, <laughs> "Make." I made a joke. Uh, this was supposed to be a joke. I was like, yeah. "Oh, he's going to yeah. do a shooting star press," and we all laughed. Yeah. And, we're all, ah, ah, yeah. <laughs> and then he tries a shooting star press, and we're like, "Oh, yeah." Okay. <laughs> kind of put it in our place. <laughs> yeah. Now this this was so much better than than it des- deserved to be. Uh, I I was so pleasantly surprised about how good this was. This is such a good uh, uh, wrestling match, and uh, this proves that uh, AJ Styles can carry everybody in a wrestling right. match. I can't wait to see see him next year when he has an actual opponent at WrestleMania and see what can happen. So, yeah, next we had you. Kevin Owens defeating Chris Jericho for U.S. title. You guys both such said KO. Yeah, right. it's such a good match. Right, oh, love uh, this. For the people who were in it, I didn't think it was as great as I thought it could have been, but I thought it was really. Oh, yeah, cool. yeah. Uh, next we have Bailey defeating Charlotte, Sasha, and Nia Jax for the wi- Raw Women's Championship. Fro got it right. Yeah, Fro yeah, gets a point. Yeah, and this there. was this this was the best women's match uh, on the card. Oh, definitely. Yeah, without yeah. a doubt. <laughs> this was a real women's match. The other one, was right, just, including uh, the mixed tag. Um, next we have the Hardy Boys returning at WrestleMania uh, to win the Dog sh- Tag Championships. Biggest. I bloody yeah. said they were coming this WrestleMania. <laughs> we, I mentioned it on the show last week. I said there was a possibility the Hardys could be here yeah. and that it, it was a ladder match, but none of us picked it. No. But yeah, we all kind of thought it might happen. I didn't actually think it was going to be on WrestleMania. I thought it would be the day after. So Yeah, no, that's Remember what when... Dick, Dick really thought that as well. He's like, it won't be, it won't be Mania, it'll be Raw after Mania. He's like, they won't, it, Remember when it won't we be put that. The, when, when we put the gun to the Tilly's head and forced her not to pick it? That Remember is that? not what I said. I said I couldn't. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to choose it. I couldn't because it wasn't in the list. It wasn't an right. option. Um, I'm joking yeah. with you. He posted something on Facebook and Fro was like, oh my gosh, you took it all literally. And I was like, bro, that's not literal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't take me so seriously. Even in jest, I'll get confused. I'm kidding. But uh, no, this, was, this was nine out of ten match. Holy yeah, I, I shit, this was good. Everybody, everybody in the match was good too. Like there wasn't one person oh. that didn't carry their weight. Enzo and Cass would have been like the guys that you would think would be the uh, lowest on the totem pole as far as good wrestlers go, and yeah. they even they carried their weight in this match. So I thought it was really it was well such done. Such a fun match. All right, next we got the most important match of the night: John Cena and Nikki Bella defeating Miz and Maurice. <laughs> <laughs> you guys yes, both got a point beautiful. on that one too. Really important. <laughs> this was such a bad match. <laughs> Maurice yeah, didn't actually wrestle. She like came in and did a little roll around, but she did 
I mean, she's not a real wrestler, so I understand. Right. But, right. Uh, she took oh, yeah, she but... took the bump at the end, and then we get the John Cena Nikki Bella proposal that happened, um, and Fro basically talked over the whole thing. Was like, I don't want to watch this. Blah blah blah. <laughs> blah. It'll be on oh. Total Bellas. It's all right. Right. It will be on either that or Total Divas. <laughs> From what I'm to understand, Total Divas starts like this or next week. So I think it this started. Week. Yeah. Oh, it started this week. Okay, I yeah. didn't even yeah. I didn't even notice. So, uh, but yeah, obviously that those two things coincide very well. Interestingly, strange enough, so. that, isn't it? Mm, yeah, it's almost like it's planned or something. It's almost like <laughs> wrestling's fake. Um, so Seth Rollins defeated Triple H in our non-sanctioned match that had the non-sanctioned referee in the non-sanctioned oh. ring. <laughs> That's what really bothered me about this match. Is like, yeah. should a non-sanctioned match have a referee? But it yeah. was a good match. No, it shouldn't. But it was a good match. Yeah, we all got a point for it. Yeah, right. We uh, all said Seth. We all knew Seth wasn't going to lose. Right. And, of course, the other thing about this match was uh, Triple H's entrance, which was more elaborate than anybody else's entrance, I think, the whole night. That was one it thing. It was awful, yeah. though. But elaborate, no. but awful. I loved it. Really? Yes. Oh, I didn't my think it was... God, no. Bad. I didn't think it was anything special myself. I liked it. I thought it was Compared to previous years, the entrances in this WrestleMania were subpar, for sure. Yeah. I'm sure. Was it last year or the year before was Triple H and all the Terminators? Well, the year before. Last year was Stephanie on the big uh, throne, remember? That was last year. Uh, yeah, no, I don't remember that. Obviously, didn't didn't stick uh, in my brain. I, I think the Terminators ago, one did, though. Right, th- that was the same year where Rusev came out on an actual tank. Like, that's a big entrance. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, so, yeah. Um, Not just this yeah. light-up walkway. Right. It was cool, but it some of it just didn't work. Speaking of not working, Randy Orton defeated Bray Wyatt for the WWE Championship, and this match <laughs> did not work. This match was such a weird fucking match. It was so broken. Yep. It was the worst match of the night, if you ask me. Wow. Me and Luke both got a point for saying Randy. All right. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And we had these weird, I don't know what we're going to call them, images being projected on on the mat. And the whole time, while we're watching it, Fro's going, what does this lead to? Does this lead to anything? I don't understand. Explain this to me. And I'm going, I don't understand it either, Fro. I don't know why you're asking me. And then in the end, it didn't go anywhere and didn't mean anything. And Randy Orton just beat Bray Wyatt. For no fucking reason. It's because they, like I said at the time, I was like, they bought a new piece of equipment and went, oh, we can use it in this match. All right, that'll be cool. (laughs) That was the only reason they did it. They bought something new and they're like, oh, we'll see. We got to use it for something. All right, so we got a point there, me and Tilly. Uh, next, we get Brock Lesnar defeating Goldberg for the Universal Championship in, like, five minutes, 4.45. All of us called it. Yep, and this was, I thought, a very good match for what it was, and I enjoyed it. Oh, definitely. So. Oh, definitely. I, I super enjoyed that. Yep. It's a good uh, good time to catch up as well. You can just stick it on. It's less than five minutes. <laughs> it's all done a dusted right. fan, okay. And it told a good story, even though it was so short. So, good job on on their part. Uh, we're not going to see Goldberg again. He's gone, so he's out of here. Uh, uh, we saw him. Well, uh, I need to mention that because uh, on Monday Night Raw they had the Raw After Talk, 
and he was uh, actually out on the ring uh, giving. Oh a, right, right, yeah, yeah. I heard, I heard about it. I didn't watch it, but I didn't yeah, watch it either. He's gone. He's not coming back, or uh, nope. not anytime soon. So, yeah. All right. Next, we had Naomi uh, defeating Bliss, Carmella, Mickey James, Natalia, Becky Lynch for the SmackDown Women's Championship. None yep. of us saw that, even though she was in her hometown. I didn't twig. She's actually she's from Orlando, actual Orlando. I was right. so sure you picked her. No, I picked Becky Lynch. I should have gone with uh, Naomi. Yeah, that's what I my, thought you picked. She's my yeah. glowing girl, and I, I have the shoes. The other thing is, usually, <laughs> if you're in your hometown, WWE doesn't have you win. That's the thing. Right. And this I went suppose, but they've got to give that. Naomi some it. She's been trying really hard. I, I think they weren't expecting her to be able to come back after the injury as soon as she did, and she was able to, so they decided, let's throw it on her. So yeah. I'm fine with it. I actually like Naomi. I know a lot of people oh, yeah. crap, but she's, I, I think she's, she's not as good of a wrestler as a lot of the other people, but she's uh, she's got good charisma, and I, I like her entrance, to be honest. So yeah, Me too. I love her new music. I love the glowing hair. I have that hair. I have those shoes. I... <laughs> Naomi is my when I saw like when I went to the WWE live thing I got so excited when she came out because I had my shiny shoes on and she had her shiny shoes on I was like oh my god oh, yeah Naomi's my new favourite <laughs> <laughs> but I did I look because she's a dancer as well and you know I like to dance I like to have a boogie and wiggle my booty um, well they told her to stop <laughs> doing the wi- booty wiggling after that one yes. the first time she did the entrance with the black lights she did the booty wiggling in, in and uh, in the glow in the dark uh, clothes she wears, and yeah. it was just a. It was not PG. Let's say that. <laughs> yeah. That was a long time ago, though. They told her to not not do that anymore. All right, yeah. our final match: Roman Reigns defeating oh. the Undertaker in oh. a no holds barred match, which um. they announced this was a no holds barred match as the match was beginning. Yeah. Um. Me and you, Luke, both got a point on this one. Okay. And then, of course, at the end of the match, we had <laughs> what most people presume is Undertaker's retirement, unless you're some kind of weirdo who's in denial, which I've heard a couple people say. They're like, he didn't put his boots in the ring. If you put your He's boots in the ring... He's got to walk home. <laughs> well, that's kind of the classic uh, thing. You put your boots in the ring, and it signifies that you're not going to wrestle anymore, so... Mm. Um, yeah, but he didn't do that. He put everything but the boots. So there were some people. I heard two or three people mention that, and I was like, uh, I, "This is a retirement. He's old. He's not coming back. We're not going to get like." Fro was like, kind of wanted to see uh, him do a, a what a promo on, yeah. yeah, promo the next night. And I was kind of like, uh, "It's Undertaker. He's just going to go and be gone." Like that's kind of under Undertaker's not one that go- sits there and does a promo about his life and things like that. So yeah, I cried. Fro did Aww. cry on the Skype call. I I, I did cry. Uh, this is so hard for me to talk about. I I I, I get to even dusty eyes talking about it because um, <sighs> this is my favorite wrestler of all time. Like it's it's my. Favorite wrestler saying goodbye to an audience we know he loves. And I think that's made me even more mad about this match and how fucking bad it is. 
This is right. Where that I is the thing it. that we didn't mention. The match, and nobody's going to remember this because everybody's going to remember the end and Undertaker uh, retiring. But like Fro said, and the match was not God good for that. Thank God they <laughs> there was one point where Ro- where Roman Reigns tried to reverse the tombstone, and he couldn't oh. pick Undertaker up, and he tried, oh. and he tried, and he tried, and they were like. Ah, oh, screw yep. it. And they just moved on. <laughs> Very this is not such... good. And that is what makes me fucking mad. Like, this is what gets me to say this was an R-rated show. Is this match. Like, if it wasn't... I, I gave him this WrestleMania A-minus a-, a- all over. Oh. And one f- uh, one of the reasons why I gave it A-minus a- is this ending as well. So I want to skip over the match that was awful, but this proves once and for all that that fucking man can't carry a match like this. He's talking about Roman Reigns. Yes. Roman Reigns is not that wrestler. Roman Reigns is not John Cena. uh, Roman Reigns is so bad, he made this match looks so ridiculous. I'm so fucking mad at Roman Reigns, and I'm so fucking mad at WWE letting him win. I would almost not care if it was anybody else that actually could carry this match. Uh, this gets me so fucking irritated. The I thing, the, the, thing, the thing that... Uh... The reason I wasn't so like Fro was crying because under I I it was not as big a deal to me because I thought Undertaker should have retired four years ago, and so at at this point I was kind of like this is long overdue. I'm happy he's retiring in a way. So it's it's like when you've got a pet and you know you know your pet's getting really really old and you're like oh they're not going to last like they won't be here next summer or you know i I doubt they're going to last very long and they just keep going and going and we've we've been saying that for 10 years yeah yeah so then when they finally do go you're like oh oh it's it's actually happened like i've had long enough to sort of deal with it because i've been expecting it for absolutely ages it's oh now now it happens right (laughs) still moving but yeah that was wrestlemania overall uh, I think this is one of the best WrestleManias oh, in the last 20 years, at least. Oh, definitely. Mm, oh, definitely. Maybe not 20, let's say 15 years. Um, and uh, I, I would say 80%, if not 85% of these matches were top-notch. So oh, definitely. I was happy. Yeah. I didn't fall asleep. That's got to say something. <laughs> I watched the pre-show and all the way through to the end of WrestleMania. I didn't fall asleep in it. Neither did And Fro. given what time... Yeah. Yeah, but you know what I'm like for falling asleep. I'm always, oh, I've got to do something. Right. (laughs) Right. Now, this was an awfully good WrestleMania. So, who won the bet? Drum roll, please. In last place is me with six points. Coming up in second place... With seven points is Fro, which makes Luke the winner on eight. All so right, really close. Yeah, yeah, because you got. I don't. Did James Ellsworth actually come in? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay, because I added that because he was in the Snickers advert as well. Oh right, yeah, we didn't <laughs> mention that, but yeah, James Ellsworth. Oh yeah, that was crazy to me. That yeah. I mean, you know how much you get paid to do a Snickers ad? 
like a lot, million, like a million dollars, something. I'm oh, yeah, maybe definitely. not that much for him, but yeah, it's, that him yeah. in a Snickers ad blew me away. I was like, this guy is getting paid. Like, yep. like wow, this is amazing. I'm really Got happy for money. him. I like yeah. him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, ten, yeah, I got ten, so I got to pick a uh, something to do, and I don't know what I want to do, really. Um, Why don't we wait for a minute, and, and I'll, I'll figure I'll it out. I'll tell you what. I, I, have, I, have a, I have a suggestion for you. Do you know what? We, we've done something uh, before called Valkyrian. Do you remember doing that? Right, we're going to do that thing anyways, Fro, so don't worry about it. I'll come oh, up with something. Okay. Yep, that's already going to happen, but we'll talk okay. about that later. Yeah. Let's let me yep. think, and we'll do... Let's move on uh, to what to Samurai Jack real quick, and then I'll, I'll figure something out. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about Samurai Jack. What a really good episode this was. <laughs> don't you well, think this was, was maybe the most fun episode of Samurai Jack ever? I think it was both the most confusing and the least confusing episode that's ever happened. Oh, definitely. I think the cameos from uh, the people uh, of of uh, that other show. Uh, oh yeah, Schmoopy Doop and Kutu Doop yeah. and, and uh, Jerry and <laughs> and Carl and Frederick was there. <laughs> uh, we had some uh, unicorns showing up. Hey, there wasn't an episode of Samurai Jack, you say? No. What? Because Why? this aired on April 1st. <laughs> so we got so, April Fools. They yeah, got we us. Got, they got us. Instead of airing Samurai Jack, they skipped a week and uh, started the new season of Rick and Morty at the same time, kind of fooling everybody. Oh. So. Which makes me happy, but it makes doing the uh, whole watching Samurai Jack a bit difficult this week. Yeah. But I am glad a little difficult. Back. I don't Just like that Rick bit. and Morty have come back sitting on Samurai Jack's head. But, no. you know, I'm sure the slots will change. Oh, oh yeah. definitely. I'm sh- they'll probably oh, yeah. be, you know, back to back or something like that. It was just April Fool's joke. And they know that a lot of people are watching Samurai Jack, so they wanted to pull it. There was, I mean, I saw a few good April Fool's jokes this week. We didn't mention that. Um, one thing, the Russian uh, government the, at the embassy, <laughs> yes. they, yeah. they have a voice, like an <laughs> automated voicemail system. And so on their automated voicemail system, it was like, for number one, press one if you want to talk to an ambassador. Press two if you would like to talk about hacking information. Press three. Uh-huh. So it was like a big joke, <laughs> trying to like uh, kind of uh, troll people. The the whole hacking scenario. I saw another one by Burger King. They put out an ad. I don't know if you saw this uh, for Burger King Whopper flavored toothpaste. Yep, <laughs> which was very funny. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. I know um, we spoke about them earlier. Pornhub did an April Fools as well. Yep. Oh right, right, um, right. People on that, they got a warning sign. Well, a sign saying, "Thank you for your feedback. All of this information has been forwarded to all of your contacts, or something yeah. like that." Yeah, and it was like April Fools. This, this has been automatically posted to your Facebook or something like yeah. that. Yeah, I saw, I, well, I saw really, something about really that as well. Yeah, yeah, some good April Fools jokes this year. Uh, it, in the era of people believing in fake news, there were some places that were unwilling to do April Fool's because they consider it like some kind of fake news, but whatever. Those people are silly. Yeah. yeah. Stupid. 
But uh, I, I guess for my topic, I think what I'm going to go with is predictive programming theory, which is something I've been looking Ooh. up lately. So we we're going to do that in a few weeks, but I'm going to bump it up to next or in three weeks. So, yeah, because we are going to uh, and uh, and uh, this this was what we talked about. We are going to do Valkyrian rewatch. Uh, now with English subtitles. Right, that uh, will be. So many, that actually happened. Right, that's going to be in yeah. many weeks. So we'll talk about yes. that in the future. But predictive programming. Mm. We'll give you a real quick explanation of this, so you know what it is. Uh, Thank you. A theorized <laughs> method of mass mind control proposed by that people are conditioned through works of fiction, meaning movies and books and things like that, to accept yep. a planned fu- um, planned future scenarios. Oh, like they're getting ready, they're getting us ready for the end of the world by doing all the movies like 2012 and stuff. Right. Yeah. There's yeah. a really famous uh, scene from uh, a movie with Gina Davis. I can't remember what it is, but they talk about this thing. Uh, they're basically talking about 9/11, but this was done in like '95 or something like that. So there's all this uh, conspiracy theory out there about. What, things in movies that ended up becoming true. I mean, just look at The Simpsons is a very good example of this. The whole um, Donald Trump uh, being elected president and The Simpsons is an example of this. So, Cool. Beanie-O's. Hey! Uh, last time we died because we are so stupid that we think we needed guns. <laughs> uh, so... We got the alien to meditate. So, and we were instead, stuck in miniaturization, right? So yeah. we died. Right. That, I'm assuming we died. Yeah. yeah. So let's go to the Amazon instead. And I, uh, oh, sorry, tell yes, you broke you up can. a little bit. So I was saying, can I read the story bit, and you guys do the characters yes. on this one? Yes. Yeah, that's fine with me. Um, luckily, this is was the last. One of these I had. I ordered another one, so we have another one coming. But uh, yeah, if and anybody I don't has know any... what the new one what? is, <laughs> I'm so looking forward to the new one. You, you ordered the thing that? Yes. Oh no, because... I did not. I did not order that. I, oh. It's still available, but I'm just. I was. I found one that was like really a really good deal, so I just ordered it okay. up, so we'd have it really soon. That one is still available. I may get okay. it. We'll see what happens. But please do. All right, Tilly, uh, go ahead and start in the third paragraph of that first one. The rest of that stuff at the top is not important. Yeah. Okay. The Amazon River can be misleading. It appears slow and lazy, yet its depth and power have claimed many lives. Has the river taken your friends? Or are they wandering mm. deep into the heart of the jungle dark, jungle darkness that rims its banks? Oh, rims its banks. <laughs> Beware <laughs> the strange power of the Amazon River. It's many strange residents and it's many myths. Who knows what evil or good lurks around the bend? You are a doctor and your speciality is tropical diseases. Ooh, tasty. After college and medical school, <laughs> you worked at a remote jungle hospital in Africa. There you gained recognition for your work on malaria, blackwater fever and the dreaded leprosy. Blackwater? Such- like like the company that... Uh- that Trump's getting in trouble for right now? Yeah, when you get Blackwater fever, bad, bad times. Um, The disco song. Blackwater (laughs) fever! You have stopped at a hotel in Manaus, in Brazil. 
the last major town on the Amazon River. Upstream from here, the river snakes into an almost impenetrable rainforest, dangerous and mysterious. Mm. You are the doctor for a small, highly skilled expedition. Your task is to search for and lend medical skills to the lost villages of the forest people. You will meet tribes of Indians who have never seen modern people, and who knows, perhaps even the fabled Amazons, women of strength and courage who live without men. I don't think that's real. No. No, No, that's just a lesbian holiday. Um, (laughs) We're going to have feminists coming after us about this Amazon. (laughs) Hey, ladies, don't worry, I'm with you. All right. Uh, See you in the gay clubs. Um, uh, (laughs) A difficult case at the Hospital for Tropical Diseases delayed your coming to Brazil, but at last you have arrived. You're waiting to be picked up by one of the Indian guides working for your expedition. The others went ahead 11 days ago. Oh, and way up for us then, guys. You approach the hotel desk and ask once again. Any emails or faxes for me? The man at the desk smothers a yawn and answers in English with a heavy Portuguese accent. I can't wait to hear uh, Luke. I don't uh, even know what a Portuguese Portuguese accent sounds like. It's Spanish mixed with Welsh. (laughs) I thought it was Spanish mixed mixed with French. Come on. Uh, That'd work. I am very, very sorry, Doctor, but I have been telling you all day long there are no, I repeat, no messages for you. <laughs> You're Jamaican. Wow. Is that Jamaican? <laughs> yes. He's so Jamaican. I was trying to mix Mexican and, and French. Uh, and that's funny. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Just let me know if uh, there are any messages, okay? I think this guy's being a little too thorough. But of course, but of course, in this part of the world, things go slowly. He turns away from the front desk and sits down to his cup of thick black coffee. What now? You've been here for a full day. It's almost impossible to get cell phone signal in this town. No guide, no messages, no clues as to what to do next. It's it's as if the Amazon has swallowed all trace of your expedition. And now we see a picture of Luke. Uh, yep. And he looks like somebody... That used uh, a little too much narcotic. <laughs> yeah, or like he's got a serious alcohol problem with a yeah. red nose. And there's a calendar in front of me with no dates on it. Not really sure why that is. <laughs> yeah. And the TV is just like fuzzy, uh, fuzzy static. Nothing. Yeah. And the the shelf's broken behind you, and your fingers seem to be square. <laughs> yeah. It, it is actually a very interesting style style of uh, drawing. Well, maybe oh, I'll make that my profile picture. Yeah. Yeah, do that. You walk out of the three-story wooden-framed hotel and cross the street. The sun beats down, reflecting off the road in shimmering waves. The air is heavy, humid, and ripe with the smell of vegetation. A sweet smell that promises both life and death. You wander through the city and eventually end up at the river, where you sit on a bench and gaze at the water, lost in thought. The Amazon River at this point is broad and swift, You know it's the largest river in the world. The Amazon and its tributaries drain an enormous basin. Yeah, the Amazon and its tributaries drain an enormous basin. In all, there are 15,000 miles of navigatable riverways. Wow. They are surrounded by an expanse of jungle that dwarfs the river system. Yeah, and here we see the Amazon River. Uh, It's really bad 
painted, so it looks like a road going through grass. Yeah, it looks it's like a connect the dots, maybe. <laughs> yeah. yeah, or like when you're sort of about 11 or 12 and you're doing geography and they make you learn yeah. about oxbow lakes and things. But it doesn't <laughs> look like a lake uh, at all. It looks like like something could be driven on that. Yeah, it doesn't quite look like the Amazon. Right, it doesn't look and like water. And they do not look like trees point. at the side. Right. <laughs> oh, well, well, we'll pretend it looks like a, a river. Yeah. On the river, you face piranhas, alligators, mm. poisonous snakes, and deadly electric eels. But the jungle hides more than physical danger. Anything could be hidden here. You stare at the pulsing lifeline of water and feel anxious to join your friends, who have already begun to penetrate its mysteries. With a start, you realise that you've lost track of time. You must have been looking at the river for hours. You hurry back. When you Penetrating the... its mysteries? Wait a yeah. Second. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that, that's this definitely river, a This river is a very sexual river. It is. Isn't this a kid's book? It's really um, carry on up the Amazon. Um, when you return to the hotel, the desk clerk rushes to meet you. I think that's this you. is you. Is it? Yeah. Where have you been? Where have you been? We have been looking for you. No, it's you. It's oh, that was me. Oh, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> the h- clerk hurries you inside and presents you to a short, powerful-looking Indian. The Indian looks at you with bright, alert eyes. This, uh, uh, yeah, that works because this will be me. My name, uh, my name is Awad Owadug. How, how are we oh. going to say this? Owaduga. Owaduga. I bring. I bring bad news. Very bad news. Your friends, they are lost deep in the Amazon jungle. <gasps> you are shocked and don't know what to say. That's my Six, <laughs> Six days ago. Owl Dugger says calmly. Before the sun rose, there came a song of the jungle flute. It lasted less than a minute. Then it came again and again and again. I warned your friends, but they did not listen. They were under the spell of the music. They disappeared and did not return. I fear the mu- uh, I fear their li- for their lives. This is not the first time the jungle flute music has claimed sacrifices. This is the sirens, like... Yeah, uh, of the jungle. Right. You stare at this ban, imagining the worst. At that moment, two police officers, members of the river patrol, arrive. The hotel clerk has called them with news of the disappearance of your friends. And now we see a picture of, of uh, those things. I'm not sure if I find it picture a little racist or not. But it is. Uh, those don't look like police either, but whatever. No, uh, they're just guys in caps. This is a serious matter. Says one of the officers. We must organize a rescue party. We will go by a river patrol boat with a force of soldiers. It will take three days to arrange. You must wait here. The Indian guide shakes his head. That is not good. We must go at once. I will take you to my dugout canoe. We must go quietly so as not to disturb the spirit of the jungle. The clock suggests that you this rent is, a plane. This, this voice is, is based off of the kid that that's heart in, uh, in Captain Planet. That's that. The clerk suggests that you rent a plane and fly to the last known location of the expedition. 
An overhead mm-hmm. fan drones on, scarcely stirring the humid air. If you, de- if you decide to go with the guide in his dugout, turn to page seven. If you decide to rent a plane to speed up the search, turn to page 46. If you decide to wait for the river patrol, turn to page 92. I'm definitely not waiting for a river patrol. Uh, uh, I'd say we go with the guide in the dugout canoe. Sounds Yeah, yeah I agree. We'll probably get eaten by piranhas and alligators, but... Oh, well, at least we'll have seen a bit of the Amazon. Oh, he's the one that actually cares about the jungle. That's what I, uh, he said in it. He said, "What we got? We can't disturb the spirits of the jungle." So I think yeah. that's probably he does. He knows his stuff. He knows about yeah. the flutes. Just uh, got to make sure we don't follow any flutey music. Why haven't you done accents before, Luke? <laughs> well, I was always the narrator, and this time I'm not the narrator anymore. <laughs> oh, that is the most racist, funny part I have. Ever, ever heard. <laughs> I don't think those were racist voices, but that, no, I was no. just coming up I'm with joking. random voices. Because there's three characters I'm trying to play, right. and I'm like, I don't even have this many fake voices at all. Like, I don't do a lot of fake voices, so. I'm just I'm never, boring. I'm not going to remember any of those voices for next week, so it'll be fine. <laughs> I'm just a boring, handsome doctor, so I don't have any accent. <laughs> and I'm God in this book. I'm just over yep. everybody. Uh, the things that are going on, they are going on right now. I created the Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we will meet some mermaids. Oh, that'd be great. Or, yeah. you know, eat our faces off. Do you have any plugs? Look. Uh, I guess we'll go back to the beginning of the show. Everybody go support uh, your local YouTubers. Uh, anybody out there that um, you like on YouTube, they if they have controversial uh, stances on things, there's a good chance they're being demonetized right now, whether they're left, right, center, anything. So if you like them, go help them out. Even if your name is PewDiePie. Which I don't even really watch him, but I know he's like a lot of people's favorites. So. He's not my favorite, but I watch him. Uh, Tilly. Um, the same as what Luke said with helping that out. And also remember that there's, uh, animals, there's a whole bunch of wild animals at the minute. Um, the youngsters are leaving the nests and everything. They're getting hurt. The RSPCA and the PDSA have got a lot of strain on them at the minute. Cause obviously you get young pets as well as young wildlife that all need looking after. So if you can spare a few quid rather than going and having that extra beer or whatever, chuck it to the RSPCA or the PDSA. Mm-hmm. I have another podcast. I have heard some rumors uh, about. Uh, it's called Sharks Bond. Uh, South Park podcast. But here's the thing. I have also made a bet with Bill that I'm uh, on with, with that. So I will also be the co-host of that wrestling show to SummerSlam. So, he has to move his whole show because of me. (laughs) Well, when you take a bet. Other than that, audibletrial.com slash another digital citizen. audibletrial.com slash another digital citizen. Or Tilly says it. 
audibletrial.com forward slash another digital citizen. Or if you want to email us, you can email us at another digital citizen at gmail.com. Definitely. And uh, I do swirly uh, document. And, oh, <clears throat> I can't uh, speak. And I do really recommend. <laughs> what is swirly document? What does that mean? I do recommend uh, Big Little Liars. It's uh, narrated by Caroline Lee, and it's 16 hours of goodness uh, made by Lane Moriarty. Uh, I can't wait uh, to... They are talking of getting into the second season. I hope they don't, because then they will go out of the book. So We will see if it's another... Um, uh, orange is the new black situation where they really gone away from the book right <clears throat> sorry I have some, something in my throat uh, next week we will talk news of the week we will talk about the origin of Easter uh, if you never heard the uh, Easter story before, before we will tell you next week because that's uh, just before Easter begins. Uh, I think this is the only will... major holiday we haven't done yet. We've done Christmas, we've done Halloween, we've done other ones. So, yep. It's time to go for Easter. Uh, we'll have another digital review for a film I can guarantee I haven't seen <laughs> before next week. Because I have no freaking interest in this whatsoever. And it's Smurf, the Lost Village, because that is still a thing. Uh, and we will do Samurai Jack Season 5, Episode 4. That is yep. everything. I, I, have I forgotten anything? Uh, that's it. I think that's it. Yep. Yeah, yep. sounds like everything. Yeah. So, from the United Kingdom, from the United States... From the United Norway, this has been episode 78 of Another Digital Citizen. Just two more episodes uh, to 80. Uh, see you next week. Bye! Bye! Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, citizen. Goodbye.